Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Time for another Big Fake Radio Show. Joining me as always, new Larry, Kevin Jank. <laughs> hey, everybody. There I he is, am Kevin off Jank. kilter today. <laughs> You're off kilter? Why are you off kilter? <laughs> yeah, it's been a day. Uh, <laughs> oh, this will be a good story. Go ahead, Jank. Tell us. Yeah, it's, uh, well, let's see. I guess the it all started yesterday. My grandma fell and broke her hip, <laughs> so she's going to have surgery on Sunday. Uh, and then yesterday night I go to the movies, get home about 9.30, and it's hot as balls in my apartment. I'm like, hmm, that's odd. I uh, left the air conditioning on. <laughs> air conditioner is on, but making no noise and no cold air is coming out. So I'm like, oh, no, the air conditioner broke. <laughs> no, and it's this, 9.30 this is a... at night, so there's nothing to be done about it. And this is an air conditioning unit that you yourself own? It's not part of the apartment? No, it is part of the apartment. Oh, or right. so, so it is kind of on them, but to fix it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. So will, so it's, will you know, that ever happen? <laughs> Actually, it did today. Luckily. Ah, well, that's a, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. So that is yeah. good. Um, but last night was rough. I was trying to. Uh, I spent like two hours trying to dig out this other air conditioning like window unit that my cousin gave me at one point and like it was holding up all kind of boxes in my in my room <laughs> so i got it out and all those boxes kind of toppled over so that room's a fucking wreck right now um, <laughs> and then like i couldn't really get it in the window so i kind of just stuck it in my balcony like sliding door area <laughs> so it was just wasting energy like crazy um, <laughs> and even then it was hot as balls still so I really got, like, no sleep last night. Well, that's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can sleep plenty during the show. Don't worry. Yeah. There's nothing exciting going on. <laughs> Pulling old Larry. Now, there was talk. Uh, one Mr. Cousin Brandon reached out to me today. And, uh, well, we should tell everybody, we will be discussing the film A Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Another Andy Sedaris masterpiece. And then I'm sure we'll talk Big Brother and other nonsense after that. But Cousin Brandon reached out because he said, hey, I love Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Apparently he owns it on DVD, and he owns wow. the vinyl, the, the soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> that's so much now fun. that's a hipster move right there. Yes. That's the ultimate hipster you move. You know you're the hipster when you get it on vinyl. So he was very <laughs> excited. He asked, hey, you know, can I, what time are you doing the show? Can I? So I said, yeah, come on on. Now, he's not here. So I'm guessing he's probably not coming. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, he does seem to be pretty prompt if he's going to be here. But we'll, we'll stall a few moments to see if he shows up. Uh, I think Tuffy's Yeah, send him a right? tweet or something. Ooh. Uh, he's asleep. If he's not here, he's asleep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, Tuffy, 
you there? Hello. Hey, it's Tuffy, everybody. Now, now, Tuffy, are you driving? Yes. Oh, okay. So now, should we put you on here, No, I'm just driving. I've already had my Chipotle for the night, so that's taken oh, care okay. of. <laughs> All right. um, here's a question, though, for Cousin Brandon. Is This show is every Friday at 9 o'clock. Yes. So when he, he asks, when are you talking for, about it? Yeah, he's been coming on the show for a good uh, 11, 12 years. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. He still wants to know what time. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, hey, we have another caller on the phone, though. Let's uh, talk to this person real quick. Oh. Caller in the 702 area code. Are you there? Hello. This is Susan. <laughs> I am a big fan of number one nine and the cousin wow. Brandon and the Tuffy. I want them all to put their little peepees inside of me. Wow. Susan, you sound, <laughs> sound pretty foxy. Yeah, I fell for that. Oh, he thought that was, he thought that was funny. <laughs> it's the Ed, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm just sitting here smoking a cigar and jacking off. It's going to be a highest rated episode uh, ever. Hey, man, y'all talked about Big Brother the other week and didn't even put me on, man. I wanted to talk well, about Well, we can that. talk about Big Brother now because uh, I guess you heard us saying we were waiting for Cousin Brandon to show up because we're going to be discussing a film called Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Did you ever hear of it yet? No, nah, who's going to Hawaii? Uh, somebody. <laughs> yeah. Didn't cousin Brandon get get married? Yeah, he's married. He's been married for a good like six years. Where's he at? I don't see him. Well, he's not he, he's not here now, and you couldn't. See oh, he's him. not on the show yet. He's not on the no, show he's yet. The show. He's not on the show yet. Oh, it's just me, Jake, oh. and Tuffy. Your your attorney. Oh, I forgot about Jake. Hey, guess what? Larry been been hitting me up on the Twitters in a private message. Oh, really? <laughs> dick pics. Not a dick pic. <laughs> What? <laughs> what you say? A lot of dick pics. A lot of pictures of his no, penis. No, man, Larry ain't no fag. Jesus Christ. But he says he wants to fight Jank because Jank kicked him off the show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's He's trying to sit Boy, that went south quickly. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be on pay-per-view. Now, will you promote yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know yet? if it would be. That'd be the shortest fight ever. I think he would. he would just crush me in one second. Oh my He'll God, gas, oh, Larry! I don't think you just got to avoid it for like five seconds. He'll gas out. Hey man, listen. You know? Let me tell you how to beat. <laughs> let me tell you how to beat Larry in a fight. Here's how you beat Larry. You have your fist balled up in one hand and a hot dog in the other, and toss the hot dog to the left, and then hit him with your right because he'll chase that hot dog. He'll chase it like a puppy. <laughs> like a puppy. He'll chase it. But he told me he's going through a lot of shit. Oh really? Going through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. He said he got a lot of stuff going on. He had won a lottery ticket, scratch-off ticket. He won like $250,000. Wow. And uh, <laughs> and what's her name, Nick? Yeah, Nick, his girlfriend. Yeah. She she took it and left him $8. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't seem like Nick. She's so nice and considerate, but she only left him no, $8. She, she took all his money. Oh, and money. Now he's got 8 bucks, And... <laughs> He's really been pissed off because at his job, you know they're trying to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour? His job won't do it. They said, you stuck at $4, man. We ain't doing that shit. 
Four dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right, what do you mean? He does have a lot of an hour. Yeah. Best so player. you know that because listen, when Ed gets on the phone, you gotta understand. Oh, my buddy Rico just showed up. What up, Rico? What up, what up? <laughs> See, I'm over here smoking cigars at the cigar shop right now. You understand what I'm, I'm saying? Off. I mean, I was I, I was jacking off with my cigar, but I can't now because Rico showed up. All he right. fucked it all up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Rico. Yeah. Me and Rico, we share a locker at the cigar lounge. See, this lounge is like it's what's called for rich people. But I'm but I'm not rich. Yeah. We got a locker made out of cedar crack wood. It's brown. Yeah. Like, I got about 50 cigars in my locker. Rico got about, how many got, about 850? That motherfucker got about 850 cigars. Wow. He got a cigar that costs so much, if he smoked it, he'd go to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you even want to own that cigar? You can't even smoke it, you'll go to jail. An $850 cigar is for people who got money. Oh, okay. See, we in sales and acquisitions over here. That's what we do. Sales and acquisitions. We acquire sales. If you don't acquire sales, that means that you're not going to sell nothing. But if you sell something, that means you acquired it. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, I don't know. How many people listening to the show tonight? None. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just the ones on it. Ratings are really tanked without Larry. No offense. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard, man. Uh, you see them soccer bitches lost today? Again? <laughs> They're the American soccer girls. They they took a knee, and then they went out and lost 3 nothing to Sweden. Who the fuck loses to Sweden? Was that today? I thought they, that happened the other day. They, they've lost twice now? Oh, was it? No, today's the first day of the fucking Olympics. What do you watch, the Special Olympics? No, this is the regular Olympics. I, I must be from the future because I heard they lost like two days ago. Yeah, that was on Wednesday. Wow. No, was, no was it Wednesday? Oh, that was Wednesday. Rico, they lost Wednesday? The girls in the soccer. He said he don't fucking know. Fuck bitches. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Girls' soccer is worse than fucking having a toenail fell off. <laughs> but the Ed uh, tonight is the, tonight is the NHL draft. The Ed, are you excited? Are you and Rico sitting around watching the NHL draft? No, we ain't watch no NHL draft. Ain't nobody give a fuck about no hockey. We watch the Golden Knights. That's it. We Golden Knights fans over here. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, right, well, I'll let you dummies go. Do your show. What do you want to talk, Big Brother? I got. I I'll try to call back. Well, no, no, no. I got, no. got Rico out of business. <laughs> All right. Well, just go. Go play with Rico. Have fun with your buddy Rico. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> but thank you, the Ed. Thanks for calling, buddy. All right. Muted. Bye, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I always, like, always like when he self mutes. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, all right, we'll, we'll uh, wait a little bit longer for Cousin Brandon. Um, but I'm guessing he's not going to show up. So, 
you want to talk Big Brother? Yeah, we can do that. Sure. I have not been watching it. <laughs> I'm very busy. Here's the thing. My my back is still real fucked up, and uh, I haven't gone Ooh. to shoot hockey all week. Because I kept thinking, oh, it's just going to be – by tomorrow it'll be better. It'll be better tomorrow. I'll just keep resting. Tomorrow it'll be better. Nope. It's been a week now, and uh, it's still really bad. So I'm guessing uh, I'm just going to – I'm probably just going to go anyway and uh, tomorrow and just see if I can, like, really, really injure it so I'm crippled. Because I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't like this in-between, you know? Like, I, it doesn't bother me until yeah. I move or something. But so, you know, I want to either be crippled entirely or get on with my life, one of the two. So we'll figure you it out. You want to be able to park in, the, like, the good spots at the grocery store if you yeah. have to. <laughs> yeah, so... I might go shoot tomorrow, or maybe I'll just go to the grocery store instead. I don't know. But I'm going to get out of the house tomorrow. That's, that's my promise to you, the listening audience. That I'll maybe you need Michigan there. Frank to take you to one of his uh, massage parlors. Here's the thing. I, uh, you know, because I haven't <laughs> talked to Michigan Frank. He's another one who just disappeared. Um, and I, keep, I, I emailed him. I've been trying to get in t- contact with him for, like, a year, maybe. And yeah. every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll email him, and I'll say, "You still alive?" And he'll say, "Yep." And then I'll say, "Good to know." And I won't hear from him again. In like three, four months, I'll check again. <laughs> He's still alive. <laughs> I'll say, yep. So this past time, I didn't hear from him uh, for a while. And then I emailed him about uh, uh, two weeks ago, and I said, "Hey, you still alive? Hope everything's all right." And he wrote back and says, "Yep, can't complain." I'm like, all right, oh. good to know. So, that's it. All right. Have you tried calling him at all? Or are you just sending these emails and that's it? Just emails. Just emails. <laughs> Usually he calls me. You know? Oh. I'm not really a caller of the people. So. <laughs> well, you can give it a shot. <laughs> it is 2021. <laughs> you can try these things. <laughs> I don't know how phones work. <laughs> now, but, is it possible yeah. that Michigan Frank has some uh, former Uber passengers like held captive in his basement, and he's just trying to keep I, a low profile? I, I don't know. <laughs> you never know with Michigan Frank. But this isn't unusual for Michigan Frank. Like, there's a I've known him since high school, and uh, there was a period from like 2001 until 2000 and uh, I don't know eight ish. Didn't hear a word from him. A good seven, eight years. Just didn't hear a word from him. And then he, then he popped up again, and we were like nothing, nothing was wrong. And then we talked for about two or three years, and then he disappeared for about another four or five years. And then we, he was really constant, you know, talking to me. And then he'll disappear. So it's just the way he is. Okay. He disappears for a while yeah. every once in a while. It's, uh, I, I don't know. Still alarming. <laughs> Still alarming. Huh. Um, so Maybe yeah, he I, goes I gotta, and becomes like a secret undercover agent in Hawaii for a couple of years. He's in the witness protection uh, program. That would be pretty great. He, he took a hard trip <laughs> to Hawaii. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know what's going on with Michigan Frank. Um, but yeah, he won't be taking me any massage parlors. But yeah, so I, I don't know what's going on with my back, but uh, we'll figure it out, I guess, eventually. Because I, I was doing research. Because I wasn't doing anything for it all week. And then I said, well, maybe I'll start icing it. So I started icing it like well, Wednesday. And that helped a little bit. But then the next day, it didn't help at all. So then I tried heat today. That didn't help at all. So I, I don't know. I guess I just got to stretch it and, uh, I don't know, suck it up. No idea. 
Hmm. I don't know what's wrong. Yeah, that would be scary. Like a pulled back muscle. uh, It is muscle. It's not like the joint or the uh, spine or anything. But uh, it seems like uh, they say it can take three to four weeks. But that'll be like prime hockey shooting season will be done in four weeks. So I need to really go hard, even with the injury. Yeah. I mean, you're already you're missing this draft already, so. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Tuffy, the, the Blackhawks. The, the Blackhawks traded for Seth Jones, Columbus Blue Jackets. Are you excited? Who's Seth Jones? I can see you're very good? excited. Right. Yeah, he's a very, very good defenseman. <laughs> yeah, but they they uh, signed him to a they traded a first round pick, a second round pick, and then they they signed they had to sign him to a new contract. So they're they're giving him like. I think $9 million a year, like $9.5 million. So now – Well, if the Blackhawks Black have anything, it's a lot of cap room to blow. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> think they really don't. Uh, but they, I know you're being sarcastic. But they have four players now accounting for 45% of their cap. Because you, you can't play with four players. You need to play with, well, like, you know, more than four. <laughs> so, I mean, would they let you play with four players? But they might have to. They, uh, <laughs> now, yeah. you, the other fifty-five percent is going to legal fees, right? Yeah, because Tuffy, how long? Like, when <laughs> Seth Jones gets there, how long before he gets molested? Do you think that'll be right away? Uh, or like during uh, the season, or I thought that guy's gone now. <laughs> yeah, that guy's gone now. But uh, I mean, maybe Patrick Kane will try and fight him in a cab or something. I don't know. It's just getting worse, <laughs> Tuffy. The story came out this week that the players were uh, making fun of the guy because he got raped by that other dude. So, oh yeah. God. That's not good. Last <laughs> year this happened? No, this happened back in 2010. Right Ooh. before they won the cup in 2010. Like the months right before they won the cup. And yeah. Well, I bet that was a good team building exercise for <laughs> everyone except that guy. Yes. They all bonded yeah, around together. victimizing him. Yes. They really came together as a team to torment the rape <laughs> victim. So I don't know. But it, but uh, all those uh, great stories about Jonathan Taze being such a great leader. What a leader he is. Cleaning up that locker room. You leave him out of this. <laughs> <All right. laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so the NHL draft, uh, what else? Yeah, so I have not been watching Big Brother. Uh, I've, I've really done nothing since last week's show except uh, lie in bed and try not to move. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, you God. can watch Big Brother while you're doing that. Yeah, yeah I suppose. You can lift your I've head also, up slightly. I've also broken a lot of gems, Tuffy, and I, I've dropped at least another 75 bucks trying to get Oscar. <laughs> well, I was just so. happy to see this weekend that there's another Hulk Hogan that I'll never get that will be impossible to beat. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't even want the Hulk Hogan. Who cares about that guy? Um, fuck Hulk Hogan. But, uh, yeah, the Oscar. They, they, they put her – see, here's what happens, Jank. Oscar's only available certain times. So they put her back up oh. yesterday where you can try and get her. So I'm like, oh, well, I got to try. Didn't work out. <laughs> did not work out in the least. <laughs> uh, did you get anything else good out of it? No, no, <laughs> not anything. Just wasted 75 bucks. <laughs> well, I was able to get like 6 million coins. Because Tuffy, if you buy stuff off the website, 
instead of like the app game, the game itself, you can get like bonus points that can get you rewards. So I was able to get like six million coins out of buying the uh, loot purchases. Well, but yeah, so that helped. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I get a whole lot of Edge the Brood shards. Edge the Brood. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So Big Brother. Big Brother was though, Jank, why don't you feel the kids in? What's been going on on Big Brother? Uh, I'd say the best moment on Big Brother uh, was the other night when they had the veto competition, which involved catching uh, a bunch of sunscreen that kept squirting out of things in a bucket. <laughs> and uh, one of them was Alyssa. So she was running she- around in beachwear just getting shot in the face with white liquid. <laughs> <laughs> Now, when you say beachwear, what kind of beachwear are we talking? Like a bathing suit? It wasn't like a full-on swimsuit, but it was kind of more like a you know like halter top or something and some short shorts, something like that. Was Whitney partaking in this as well? Uh, I don't think I she don't was think in this so. one. Yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate. All right. Because it would have been uh, <laughs> Kylan, Frenchie, Brittany, Derek X, Alyssa. And I can't remember who the sixth player was. Every time I hear someone mention Britney this season on Big Brother, I get very excited for a minute. I'm like, oh, wait, that's the wrong Britney. Yeah, this is not a Britney <laughs> yep. to get excited about. Britney <laughs> yeah. with this is eye. the opposite of that Britney. <laughs> so, um, so what else has been going on this week? I, I guess uh, Frenchie got the boot, right? Yeah. Yeah, they luckily did the smart thing and got rid of him. <laughs> Didn't just keep him around for weeks and weeks, trying to be like, oh, he's a bigger target than me, even though everyone votes for you instead of him. <laughs> what was the vote like? Was anyone trying to keep Frenchie in the house at all, or was it a landslide? 11 to 1, and uh, Big D gave him a sympathy vote. Yeah. <laughs> Big D. Uh, huh. well, was there any like uh, memorable moments, any crazy speeches? Anything exciting? <laughs> oh, there was a speech, all right. Um, Brittany decided to to wrap her speech, <laughs> and it was the cringiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would definitely make me think twice about ever putting her on the block again, because <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> want to sit through that ever again. Do you think that was her plan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good strategy. <laughs> I'd be like, we can only put her up if it's, you know, if she's for sure going home. Not if she's a pawn or something. Ne- never. It can never happen again. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, now, now, do you guys know who won the head of household for this week? Xavier. Yes. I think, right? Yeah, Xavier. So, he, how does, is he, he seems like a good guy, right? Does anyone know he's a lawyer yet and not a bartender? I don't think so. Not that they've shown, no. He's, I think he's pretty been uh, under the radar a lot this season. I haven't seen much of him. Yeah. And it does what seem about... like this week is setting up kind of like last week where almost everybody wants Brent out. Or Brett? Is it Brett or Brent? Yeah. I think it's Brent with an N. Brent. Yeah. I think Brent either Brent Champagne. or Whitney they were, they're gunning for. They better not put Whitney out. 
I got bad news hey, for uh, you, Mike Dell. Whitney does not sound long for the game. No. Why is that? Not that it matters since you don't watch it anyways, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I keep up to date on the on the Reddit. I, I watch the Reddit. I uh, read about it. Yeah. Um. And what I one of the things I learned on the Reddit, Jank, is your girl Alyssa. She's uh, she's kind of in a showmance with Christian. Remember in French, she was worried oh. about that. And she. Yeah. She sleeps. She sleeps with them all night, and uh, she's not wearing pants when she sleeps with them. Just in her underpants. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. That's that's very upsetting because uh, he had these like two buns last night um, and there someone posted know. a picture saying like, oh, I didn't know that Raven was back this season. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. I did see that picture. I didn't know who it was because, uh, you know, they all look alike to me. Christian and yeah, Travis and like Minnie Mouse ears back there. It's stupidest fucking thing you've ever seen. So that guy with the so uh, Raven haircut, he's sleeping with uh, Alyssa at night. Jeez, Maybe Alyssa's around. not the brightest. <laughs> yeah. Not looking that way. Um, anything else about the Big Brothers? Uh, I don't think so. I think Tiffany won the uh, wild card competition or whatever, and she decided not to use the power. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that's been happening with everything they yeah. throw out there. They're like, hey, you want to gamble on this? And people are just like, nope. <laughs> Which is yeah. hilarious because, like, the whole imagine the, the show, show was being supposed like, to be, what the fuck? You know, take risks and gamble. That was the theme, yeah. you know. Hey, think of Frenchie would have uh, taken the gamble that week one and he got them dice to lay, land on that little table. You know, he would have been safe then. You know, he fucked up. Yeah, Julie brought right. that up to him. Uh, right. Yeah, that is kind of the problem with how we're going for the next week or two is, like, the season started out okay because Frenchie just made everything chaos, but now – it was like, all right, week two, we're voting Frenchie out. Week three, Brent or Whitney. The next week, whoever's left of those two, where you might have too many people kind of all on the same page. There's yeah. not like two factions fighting, so everything's just going to be real easy for a bit. Hey, uh, uh, something else I've learned on the Big Brother Reddit, at, uh, well, special Big Brother Reddit that I also go to. You got to be elite uh, to be in that one. Apparently, a lot of the former Big Brother ladies now have OnlyFans pages. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think I know the special Reddit you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Larry sent me a link this week to one uh, video of the (laughs) Nolan twins. (laughs) Oh, so Larry already had the link. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, apparently that explains them, what Larry's doing with his eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, well, I guess Evil Dick tweeted it out, right? Like he tweeted out a link of them licking each other's breasts, I believe. Yep, yep, that was the one. <laughs> I, I did not see it. I did read about it, but I did see other things. Apparently, them Nolan twins—they are very uh, loving sisters. I'll say that. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Or they just love money and have no standards. <laughs> yes. Uh, but they're not the only ones doing it. There's a, a few. Ooh, and else? it seems like, uh, well, I'll go through the ones they have listed here on this page. Um, <laughs> there's about eight of them. Uh, Cat wow. Dunn. Who is Cat Dunn? 
Oh, I remember Cat her. K. Yeah. yeah, her face was kind of weird. Uh, very good looking. <laughs> she is very good looking. If I remember, if it's the person I'm thinking of. Hmm. I'm clicking the link. Let's see. She was fairly recent. I would say two or three yeah. seasons ago. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, I can just see a very small picture over here, but yeah, she does look good looking. Right, so. <laughs> All right, Kat. Uh, so she has one, and it's uh, oh shoot, <clears throat> I was just there, and they show how, how much it costs because they all oh. have varying prices. I was thinking maybe maybe yeah. uh, I'll start in OnlyFans, you know, just a special inside <laughs> glimpse into my life. Um, yeah, I can watch you lay there twenty four <laughs> hours a day. <laughs> see what kind of what color khakis I'm wearing today. Take pictures of them. Uh, I, I don't wear khakis, just pajama pants, because I don't leave the bed. All right. Uh, so for Kat Dunn, her OnlyFans, $33 a month. Wow. She better be doing some crazy stuff for that. But if you get it for the year, it's only $237 for the year. Oh, wow. Well. So, yeah. Listen, I spent way more than that trying to get Oscar. So Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but if you had million million coins, is there any limit to what you would pay? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, uh, the next one up. This She apparently is the big star here of the OnlyFans community. JoJo Spatafora, Big Brother Season 14. Oh, yeah. I do not remember her. I liked her yeah, back it, in the day. I don't know how <laughs> she's holding well, up now, but... Well, apparently everyone loves her because she does whatever you want her to do. <laughs> That's what <you're> <laughs> That is the key to popularity. <laughs> <laughs> so let me check JoJo's page. Um, yeah, she's uh, oh, limited offer, 5% off for 31 days. $8.08 for 31 days. You can subscribe. Wow. $8.08. <laughs> That's a bargain compared to Cat Dunn. Yeah, for the whole year, uh, fifty-one bucks for the entire year. Now, I think the way she does it though is you have to subscribe and then you have to pay extra for the, you know, the sexy stuff. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, yeah. Oh. Like some of them are have a cheap entry price and then you got to pay more. Or maybe it's just like you or, have to pay if you want to, you know, tell her what to do. But if you just want to watch other. Videos that other people oh. asked for. <laughs> you can do it. Wait, I found uh, someone, um, a, a Reddit user by the name of Danger333. He's very good. Uh, he made a post. <laughs> uh, this was posted one month ago, and uh, he, I'll read you his post. I've subscribed to most of these for at least a month, some more. Here are my thoughts on each. This Danger333 is a lonely, lonely man. So. <laughs> Maybe this is what Larry's been doing for the last month. I mean, I am a lonely, lonely man, <laughs> but I am not time. subscribing to OnlyFans pages. Uh, so, Kat, uh, I actually haven't subscribed to hers. For some reason, my bank declines it every time I try to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> but then I, just, <laughs> I can subscribe to someone else. She's more because I have no idea what content she produces, but I think she's gorgeous. So I'd love to subscribe, exclamation point. Yeah, <laughs> all right, next up, JoJo. I subscribed when she first got on OnlyFans, so I don't know all of the details now, but lots of topless content behind paywalls. I think she's very sexy, but didn't feel like a great investment. 
But again, that was early mm-hmm. days of her page, like a year ago. I might resub soon and see how things are now. From what I can <laughs> tell by reading this thread, JoJo has gone bananas on her OnlyFans. <laughs> like she does. <laughs> she does crazy, crazy stuff. I'm trying to find uh, if I can see the post for people describing what uh, she does. There's two in particular that I've read that go above and beyond. From uh, and JoJo's one of them. Wow. Um, but I can't, I don't know, I'm not seeing any post right here. Um, all right, do you know, remember Christine? Like, oh, uh, the one that no. everyone hated? The glasses? Yeah, she, and the weird nose? Yes. Okay. Yes, that Christine. <laughs> all right, here, here's what that first guy had to say about her. Christine, the most explicit Big Brother star on all, all OnlyFans, fully new, oh my God. hardcore <laughs> Fully nude, hardcore sex, masturbation, blowjobs, pissing, she'll do it all. But it'll cost you. Pay walls for anything with any nudity, but worth a sub if you have money to spend. Another one I found to be much sexier than I anticipated. Wasn't she the one who was, like, kind of married and, like, cheated on her boyfriend in the house? (laughs) That sounds right. Yeah. Um, Here's what, uh, oh, Barry Sandusky, Reddit user Barry Sandusky. So he's making a Penn State joke there, so... uh, yeah, we know where his head's at. Uh, this is what he had to say about Christine. Christine should be added as explicit. She sucks dick, fucks, has other women involved. It's definitely explicit. <laughs> Why is there anything on OnlyFans that isn't explicit? Isn't that just yeah. implied? Then uh, here's Big Brother Ant had this to say about JoJo. I subscribe to JoJo's, and she posts sexy as hell on her main page and then offers VIP stuff privately for fair prices. She's definitely not shy, and I've seen it all. (laughs) 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 Uh, Then uh, here's uh, here's another user, uh, the Horror Freak, 285. Another nice nice name here. Uh, He says about JoJo, she posts some explicit stuff, uh, got pictures of her giving her man a BJ, was not a fan of her on the show, but a fan, of her, a fan of her on BB, I haven't subscribed to Kat, but from what I hear, it's not worth it. Oh, so Kat's getting very Oh. Um, well, $33. I mean. And then uh, th- this is what that horror freak guy had to say about Christine. Definitely the most explicit porn starish of the group. Blowjobs, masturbation, hardcore sex, some water stuff, pissing. Uh, if you're into that, I'm not. <laughs> Got to say, whatever work she did upped her sex appeal a lot. So I guess she's had, like, plastic surgery. I want to know uh, why they use the adjective porn star-ish. <laughs> like, what, what thing is she doing that's short of a porn star? Yeah. Huh. It's poorly lit. Um, now, here's the other one that a lot of people – everyone likes the Nolan twins, too, I guess uh, – because uh, here's what that horror freak guy says. Some nudes that you pay for, tasteful, mostly topless. Uh, both definitely have very nice tits, in parentheses. Constantly updating, so content on the site is good. If he had to keep two or three, that would be one of them. Thankfully, he doesn't have to just keep two or three. He keeps them all. So that's good. <laughs> um, but uh, the other one, which I was surprised to read, is, seems to be popular with the folks. Rockstar. As an OnlyFans. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Rockstar. That cannot be popular. 
It is. Uh, here's what the horror freak had to say about what? it. Much like Christine, didn't notice her on the show, considering Haley, Rachel, and Angela were all there, but definitely got an upgrade. Very sexy, really nice tits, and great round ass. Posted a lot of topless pictures and shots of her ass. Some some must consider her a butterface, but I don't. Not the prettiest house guest, but not the ugliest either. Oh. <laughs> Sure. You know there's sure, porn with people who weren't on Big Brother that you can turn to that are much <laughs> better looking than rock stars. These people know there's an internet out there, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. I, here's, what the, here's what the first guy, Danger333, had to say about Rockstar. Not terribly expensive and very nice breasts. She has proven to be much more sexy than I anticipated. She's a consistent resub for me. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> these are some desperate people. They really much, are. The, <laughs> over under, how much do you think Rockstar charges per month? Jank? $5? She pays <laughs> you $10. Uh, Rockstar is $15 a month. $15 a month. Yikes. One sixty-two Whoa. for the year. So. Now, is she willing to do stuff on her kid's birthday? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Uh, let's see. She has a little description here. I'll try and read. Um, the page needs to load. Uh, oh, oh, well, here's all the things she can do. She she describes herself as a rock or uh, house rock star. H a u s rock star. I don't know what that means. House. She's German. I don't know. Uh, reality TV personality. Milf. Eh, that's questionable. Intergalactically yeah. known as Good Time. I think so. Oh, hey now. Now here's what she offers. If you would like a cock rating. That's $20 a text. So what you can do okay. there, Tuffy, is you take a picture of your dick and you text it to her, and she will rate it for you for $20. So get on that. That's on top of the 15 I have to pay to get in the door? Yes. <laughs> um, she also have $25 Price for a video, service. I guess. If you want to send her a video of your cock, it's $25. So. Is that to send a video or to get a video? I think. I think, yeah, that's a good question. I think to send her one, and then she rates your cock. So, uh, Tuesday I don't see who drops. that appeals to. I don't need people Tuesday. to tell me my cock's unimpressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe, you know, you're paying, though. will make you feel better about it. Uh, Tuesday, photo drops <laughs> and PPV DMs. Monday, 10 p.m., live topless motivation and dancing to get you through the week. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that's going to get me through the, oh. the week. But uh, now here's – now this is an exact quote. As of now, my kitty, capital K, is reserved for my husband. Those are boundaries we set up before I began this adventure. So nothing below the waist from Rockstar. Yeah, <laughs> bad news for that guy. <laughs> but, uh, how long do you think that lasts? I'm guessing that little rule goes by the wayside within six months. Probably. I have a feeling that conversation yeah. went Rockstar saying, now I promise I won't give this away. And he goes, no, by all means, whoever, <laughs> wherever, anybody else is fine. <laughs> if, if you can get $10, get it. All right. So, I'll uh, give you $20 to go find someone else. <laughs> yeah, the Rockstar. I can't believe that anyone is, is subscribing to this. It boggles yeah. my mind. Um, I'm checking Christine's page because did we see? Uh, oh, Christine's only seven dollars a month, and it uh, it does look like she got a nose job from. I can only see one picture straight on, but it kind of does look like she got a nose job. Um, 
So for 12 months, it's selling $67. But uh, I guess, you know, and then she, you have to pay everything you do. Um, uh, she said she's offering amazing uh, PPVs, so, uh, I guess pay-per-views, uh, daily posts, customs. I guess that, that's where you make requests, I assume. Uh, oh, it's a judgment-free zone, in case you're wondering. It's a judgment-free wow. zone. Wow. <laughs> um, so I can't get my to, cock judge there? She wants, to fulfill, <laughs> she wants to fulfill your fantasies. Intimate convos with all fans. How about that? Yeah. So here's your okay. chance to really, really get to know Christine. Seven <laughs> bucks a month. Uh, I don't want to have intimate also, convos with people I don't pay money to. Kemi <laughs> also has an OnlyFans. Do you remember Kemi, Big Brother 21? Kemi. Mm. No, I, I don't remember Kemi. I don't know. The name sounds familiar. Uh, then we got the Nolan mm-hmm. Twins. Uh, l- let me check the price on the Nolan Twins. I'm guessing they're they're probably pricey because there's two of them. Uh, and they uh, don't look like Rockstar. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, the Nolan Twins are 20 bucks a month, or you can get three months for $51. So there you go. No, I mean, that one at least two. sounds fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds fair. The, the yeah, most fair part of it? The most fair part of it, neither one of them is rock star. As long as Judith is not involved in any way. <laughs> Judith. <laughs> well, he's Luchasaurus in AEW, oh, yeah. Tuppy. That's Luchasaurus in AEW. The worst wrestler on TV. Yeah. Um, so uh, two more left. Uh, Rachel Swindler from Big 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 Brother 20. And now she was really good looking. I remember that Rachel, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. From what I was reading, she doesn't really do like nudes really too much. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't understand the point then. Yeah. And I guess Kemi's is officially inactive now. So I'm reading through these. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Caitlin Herman from Big Brother Twenty? Name sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. She, she has one, but she never does nudity. Oh, yeah. Um, she does yoga and stretching videos, but no nudity. <laughs> Was she the one who couldn't put the puzzle together? I, I oh, know. yeah. I, I think else. you're right. That sounds, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. So the, the final one is... Uh, Elena Davies. Remember, I liked Elena Davies. What was that? Uh, oh, yeah. You did love Elena. Yeah. Yeah. Was um, Big Brother 19, Elena Davies. But apparently she does not do a lot of nudity either. She keeps it pretty classy for OnlyFans. <laughs> not Rockstar, though. <laughs> not keep it classy. Anything goes. Um, but not the kitty. Yeah, not the kitty. Capital K. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get, go through see if anyone else gives more reviews on these uh, websites. Uh, here's someone. Uh, Neither implement 347. All right, from Reddit, they say uh, JoJo so far has been my favorite, and I'm shocked! Exclamation point. I just resubscribed for, uh, from when she first started because she does discounts for expired accounts. Very good and explicit XXX content. Great prices, and she's very active. 
So there you go. Now, it seems like Jared, Jared this is a question here. for all of these people is that, like, they know the Internet is there, right? Yeah. And it costs zero dollars. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like uh, Hard Ticket Hawaii. Just watch Hard Ticket Hawaii free on Tubi. Yeah, and there you go. Free on Tubi. <laughs> a lot better. So there you go. There's your Big Brother update on the OnlyFans. Maybe I'll try and keep you up. That is the real Big Brother update right there. CBS should get in on that. Like on Paramount Plus, instead of this Big Brother over the top, just have Big Brother, everyone's naked. <laughs> I, want, I want a Julie Chen OnlyFans. Where like she uh, she takes off her like uh, plate in the back, and you can see her inner workings, all the cogs and the wires. Julie <laughs> Chen. Sorry, uh, yeah, we're about an hour in, and Brandon is not here, so let's. Uh, yeah, not looking good. Uh, I, that kid cannot stay up past nine o'clock. It's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, get, get a load of this, though, Jank. We recorded the Flea Market Fantasy last night. Uh, we did two issues oh, yeah? of the Avengers with, with Kang, and we did two issues. So, uh, two? Yeah, because I, I picked the Giants oh, okay. Avengers 2 because I thought it was going to be a big issue. And then I found out when I was reading it, they just put a reprint of a Fantastic Four in the back of it. So that doesn't count. So I made Mike L. read like, the <laughs> first part of the story in the Avengers. So we get the whole story, but over two issues. So... Uh, but get this, though. He tells me we're done that he booked a, uh, Cousin Brandon for next week on Flea Market Fantasy. And he said he let <laughs> Brandon luck. pick – yeah, he let – well, we do – we recorded earlier for him, so he'll, he won't be asleep. But we uh, – he said he let Brandon pick whatever he wanted, any comic book he wanted. And Brandon picked Detective Comics 600 with fucking Batman. <laughs> I'm like, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> and Mike, I was like, no, no, I let him pick whatever he wanted. He said – so uh, I guess, but that seems like Mike L. I can you know. see it. <laughs> Usually, if Mike L. If, if Mike L. is trying to steer, he'll give you some weird options. Like, don't you want to read Starman, the third one? Like, no. <laughs> he'll throw out random <laughs> shit, not good ones like Batman. <laughs> no, I don't want to read that. So yeah, so <laughs> we could pick Wolfman like this... or Wolfpack <laughs> or Starman. Which one do you want? Yeah, Wolfpack. Uh, so many good choices. So even though we missed out on Cousin Brandon here, uh, you can get your Cousin Brandon in a week and a half on Flea Market Fantasy. But, uh, all right, so hard, hard ticket to Hawaii. Wait, now we have uh, – shoot, I don't know. Let me check. I, I wish I knew uh, – talk amongst yourselves for a moment. i got to look at something. <laughs> <laughs> got to do some last-minute research. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me. I'm watching. I, think this is, I don't think this is Brandon. I, I think I know who this is. But let me let me try. Hey, uh, hey, Tom Buck Two, is this you? Yes, it's me. Hey, Tom Buck Two. Hey, <laughs> what's, what's going on? Hey, what's we're up, waiting guys? For, waiting for Brandon, and, and I saw a, a, a Pennsylvania area code, so I had to look it up. But I figured it was you and not Brandon. So what's going on, Tom Buck Two? Oh, not much. I'm on break at work. Just wanted to see if Brandon called in tonight or not. No. Guess I got my answer. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, I I don't think we talked. I don't know if we talked about this on the show, um, but uh, he was supposed to be on Flea Market Fantasy like a week ago, and he had a medical emergency, and 
but apparently he got he with, got with attacked by murder hornets. Got attacked by hornets. What? Yeah, <laughs> I saw. I wasn't going to tell, talk about it because I don't know if he wanted to you know, get it out there in the public. But then I saw on his Twitter, he changed his Twitter name to, like, Brandon got lit up by hornets. So I'm like, all right, I guess it's public knowledge. <laughs> yeah, no, it's out there. <laughs> so, yeah, because, uh, you know, when I hear medical emergency with Brandon, I'm like, oh, no. It's, maybe it's like uh, the diabetes. You know, he's, he's uh, I'm mm-hmm. worried. I'm concerned. Yeah, like diabetic right. shock from consuming a case of alcohol. Alcohol yeah. poisoning? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was concerned about. So then I reached out to him, like, hey, you all right? And he's like, oh, I got hit. I got uh, bit by some hornets or stung by hornets. I'm like, oh, that's something. <laughs> that <was> that. <laughs> that's new. Yeah. Was alcohol involved in the hornet attack? I, I don't know. I was hoping <laughs> to get the story tonight, but he didn't show up. So uh, yeah, kind of sucks. He saw a hornet's nest, and he thought it would be a good idea to hit it with a bat, maybe? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> oh. But, uh, yeah, so Cousin Brandon the Hornets. So, uh, Tom Buck, too, uh, are you excited to hear us discuss Hard Ticket to Hawaii? I do. I am, yeah. It looks like a good uh, uh, poster. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I actually have audio clips as well for tonight. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have some audio Perfect. clips as we go along. No, I, wow, I think you already know it's a good movie. Mike Dell. Yeah, because uh, Tom Buck, too, I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show, I, I barely moved out of bed all week, so I uh, had no, some time, I... so I cut up some audio clips. So, uh, yeah. So we'll play some audio clips. But uh, what else is going on with you, Tom Buck, too? Anything new? Anything exciting? Uh, no, just uh, no one has to wear masks at the casino anymore, so that's great. Yeah, cool. I suppose. Uh, no, it's not. That's not great at all. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> terrible. And they brought smoking back. <laughs> oh, no. Because you want to attach damage to the You want to smoke as much as possible. That's what you want to do. You want to just yeah, smoke. breathe in as much, as much smoke as possible. as possible from secondhand smoke, too. Great. Um, <laughs> wow. Good luck with all that. Uh, nothing else new and exciting going on. Drinking any more uh, wacky beers? Oh yeah, I was I was at the the beach last week, so that was fun. Uh, so you like the beach? Oh, I gotta tell you, I'm not a fan of the beach. It's like a lot of sand. <laughs> it's a pretty terrible thing, you know. Yeah, you ever try to reapply sunscreen to to seven and five year olds that are full of sand? I have not. It's not, it's not fun. And I can honestly say it's not I have fun. Not. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But. Uh, I like the beach at night when there's no one there and you can just sit on the beach and the wave. Mm-hmm. That's nice. But during the day, way too many people, too many nonsense. We rented a house where you could go on the roof and you could look at the beach, so it was pretty cool. Well, that's nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Keep, keep the people away from For any foxy ladies out there? There are, yes. There, there are. Oh, wow, look at that. Beach. Do you think they're hotter but, than rock older, it's and Big Brother? I would assume so. (laughs) I don't know who that is. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) I do look up when you when you when you preview the Big Brother. I do uh, look up the people that that you're talking about. That that was like a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, Rockstar was a few years ago. Yeah. 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 Cool. The Adolescent Girl, though, she looks pretty good. Yeah. Hell yeah. She's something. Uh, all right. Well, anything else, Tom Buck? Too? No, I just was uh, checking in. You know, do a drive-by as uh, 
transparency, Thompson calls it. Hey, you, you'll be happy to know I'm looking at your cutout Oscar right now as we speak. He's right there. <laughs> He's hey, right uh, there. I wish I could give him the at some point. I want to start an OnlyFans for my cutout Oscar. You can pay money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that will uh, definitely uh, feature explicit a content. <laughs> that is a way you could monetize the show, though. There you go. Yes. So. <laughs> All right, so Tom, there's, there's enough wackos out there. You could, you could make some real money doing stuff with that thing. <laughs> Tom Buck too. Thank you, buddy. We'll put you back on hold so you can enjoy uh, All right, hard thanks, to get guys. Your life. Have a good night. All right. There he goes, our buddy Tom Buck too. Um Yeah, so uh I I, I can never remember what uh Brandon's phone number is. It's like six or seven, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I have it on my phone. It's it one of, of those numbers. Yeah, it's like a six or a seven, maybe a five. Could be an eight, I don't know, something like that. He really right, does learn nothing about using no phone. <laughs> he really do not. <laughs> so hard ticket to Hawaii. If uh, you were with us last week, we we did uh, Malibu Express, and we all loved it. We loved the Malibu Express, and it was written and directed by a fellow named Andy Sedaris, and he became famous for making B movies with Playboy playmates and uh, <laughs> guns and explosions. They're known as the three B's, bullets, bombs, and boobs. And he was quite the, uh, quite the filmmaker. I'll say this, that mm-hmm. uh, two, week, two weeks into the Andy Sedaris um, you know, collection, usually when people ask me, hey, hey, uh, hey Mike Dell, who's your favorite film director of all time? <laughs> I typically say Alfred Hitchcock, Stanley Kubrick, Andy Sedaris. The order now I'm going to go because this guy is a genius. I, how did really I live is. so long without ever hearing of this person, without ever knowing his work? Because holy hell. I do feel deprived. Like when I was in my younger days, yeah. I would have loved it even more probably. I've been missing out for so long. Yeah, this yeah. is amazing. It's, it really is amazing. Uh, Hard Ticket Hawaii, uh, Malibu Express was in 1985. Hard Ticket Hawaii is 1987. And then he, so this is the next one. And then he starts cranking them out pretty much every year. Like he starts really, he finds his stride. <laughs> and I don't know if you've noticed this, but it seems like there were a lot of similar jokes, references, names, character names in the in this movie that there were in the first movie. They kind of, yep. a lot of similar things. But uh, I don't care. You find something that works, keep doing it. You know? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And Andy Sedaris knew it. God bless him. Yeah. And the movie looks better, and I felt like the script was a little bit tighter. So I feel like he is improving. <laughs> it's, well, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But there is one aspect of the script that was just Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it clearly it did not need snake. to be there. <laughs> but yeah. we'll, we'll get into that maybe in a little bit. Um, but just to get everybody in the mood here for Hard Ticket to Hawaii, I have a clip of its theme song, so uh, we can all experience Ooh. it together. Just imagine it's on vinyl, so we can be hipsters like Brandon. <laughs>
you can understand why Brandon had to get that on vinyl. Because that's, that's yeah. amazing. You know? It's rocking. <laughs> <laughs> it almost raised my pulse one <laughs> measure. <laughs> now, I don't, we didn't give the uh, summary yet since, uh, hey, new Larry, give us the uh, little synopsis here for this film. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> it's it's even hard to talk about. But there's two women uh, who are kind of in Hawaii as part of some uh, witness protection thing, and they're also kind of government agents, or at least one of them is. There's this, they're just yeah. there to keep her company, I guess. Uh, and they kind of come across some stolen diamonds, and they get all mixed up with these, these diamond thieves and... They call in uh, Rowdy Abilene, who's the cousin of Cody Abilene from Malibu Express, and he helps them out, and they they all try to kill a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, there's a snake. <laughs> yes, the snake. That's the part that really tense. But the uh, – that, that, is his name Co- – what, what's it? Rowdy Abilene? What's his name? Rowdy. 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 Yeah. Rowdy. Emily. He's part of the agency with the the one blonde, Donna. She's an agent in the same agency. And um, Taryn, the other blonde, is in witness protection. And they sent her to Hawaii. And I guess Donna is supposed to be looking after her. Yet they also run a business together and live together and like to get in the jacuzzi topless together. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's the only way you can open packages is if you're topless in a jacuzzi. Yeah, so let's uh, go through here some of the main people here. Uh, there's really no one uh, famous in these films, except that, unless you know your Playboy Playmates. Then uh, there are some famous people. Um, Rowdy Abilene is, is played by Ron Moss. Uh, this fella, I guess after this, he went on like The Bold and the Beautiful, and he became like a famous uh, soap opera guy. But uh, I have no idea who he is. Um, Ron Moss. Hmm. And then the other uh, male lead, uh, what the fuck is his name? Harold Diamond is the actor, and the character's name is Jade. And I guess he was, like, legit a karate guy or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so the well, you can tell. He was so good. <laughs> yeah. So now the ladies, the ladies here are all we care about. So Donna, the main uh, female lead, she's played by Donna Spear, I guess, S-P-E-I-R, I guess we'd say Spear, Spire, Spare. I don't know. Um, but she was a Playboy Playmate. And what year was she? She was Miss March 1984. Then Taryn, the other blonde, her little co-pilot and chum, she's played by Hope Marie Carlton. And she was Miss yeah, July like 1985. Uh, then we have Edie. She's like the restaurant owner and like the third. Like, it's yeah. kind of like a Charlie's Angels situation. Uh She's played by Cynthia Brimhall. She was Miss October 1985. And then there's a girl named Patty Cakes, who she was the <laughs> one who jumped in the swimming pool and then got out of her swimsuit and was talking to the crossdresser dude. And she is spectacular. And she's played by Patty yeah. Duffin, Miss May 1984. So there are your playmates for a hard ticket to Hawaii. Wow, it was exactly yeah, four, just like uh, Malibu Express. Yeah. It's always like four, directors, no more, no less. Why don't more directors do this? I don't understand. Like, uh, he, clearly, <laughs> he, he clearly broke the, the code on how to make a successful movie. Hire four playmates. <laughs> yeah? I don't get it. 
what what's the rest of Hollywood? I'm sure, they work here? cheap. Yeah, <laughs> they're not going to demand on. a high salary. <clears throat> Apparently, uh, Donna, has, I go with Spear. We'll just say Donna Spear, even though I'm not sure if that's right. Uh, so Donna Spear, the main one, uh, she says that throughout the filming of this, uh, she was drunk pretty much the entire time <laughs> because she was so excited <laughs> to get the part. She just drank and partied the whole time, and uh, she had a problem back in this day. And I guess they had to reshoot her lines a lot because she was always flubbing them and stuff. But uh, she cleaned up her act. And she thought for sure, like Andy Sedaris, because he produces these movies with his wife, as we mentioned last week, she thought for sure they were going to like never hire her. But they brought her back for the next one, which we'll be watching soon enough, uh, called uh, Picasso Trigger. <laughs> and uh, she went on to make five movies with him. But uh, they, they helped her get, like, she joined Alcoholics Anonymous between the first and second movie. And she stayed clean, and they, they uh, really helped support her and, like, you know, make sure she stayed clean. And she posted recently on, like, Facebook or something, she's been clean for 32 years. No booze. 32 years. How about that? Wow. Yeah. So, good old Donna. That's 32 more years than Cousin Brandon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no way Brandon's ever going to catch her. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not going to happen. Um, all right, so yeah, the the movie opens with uh, I, I think what, what's the first scene? Donna in uh, I thought they're on like the loading dock to start. But, but yeah. don't we get to see Donna topless right away? I think that was after the Maybe. credits. I oh, know, really? I know. One of the first things was remember those Asian guys were going oh, around yeah. in the well, jungle talking about yeah, the weed operation say, or something. Obviously, this movie yeah. is white. Hard Ticket to Hawaii. It's set on the island of Molokai, which I don't know if you guys know a lot about Molokai, but uh, it was a leper colony. That's how it got famous. It was a leper colony. <laughs> oh, shit. Today. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the the North Peninsula of Molokai was a leper colony. Uh, thankfully, no more leprosy in Molokai today, but uh, that's that's why it was famous. These uh, two Hawaiian, like, uh, drug enforcement people, fellas, are they, they land in this little raft on the shore, and they're like, hey, we got to go uh, – and the one guy wants to bring the rifle with him, and the older guy's like, "Yeah, you don't need it. I like the older guy. I thought he was great. I'd like to <laughs> yeah. hang out with that guy. He was very entertaining. He's like, ah, we don't need the gun. And uh, he says, I just come in. I slop in on him like once a year. I say, hey, you can't be selling weed. I give him a little fine, and then they give me some weed, and then everything's fine. Everything's cool. Don't <laughs> worry about it. But what happens yep. when they show up, Jank? What do they find? Um, I think they find the diamond smuggler guys. Um, yeah. I forget what happens to them. Well, they they, they try to them? sneak out. Well, yeah. <clears throat> the drug enforcement oh, guys, yeah. the tripwire. Yeah, they try to sneak away and they get tripped in, uh, and they get hung up in there. the trees. Yeah, and then uh, the the guy, the guy who wears sunglasses, and they call Shane. him Shane. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you can recognize and remember his name. So he comes and he just shoots them while they're hanging up. He just puts a shotgun in them. Boom, boom. Kills them both. And uh, and then I think, do we go to the loading dock? With uh, loading the packages and the opening credits and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very high-tech credit sequence. Right. Printed the credits but, out and put them on the side of a box. I, sw- I swear it opens with uh, her and him, though. Because, like, she says, like, she's topless. Oh. Like they're on the boat. And, and she takes her top off, like they're getting a, 
and they start kissing, and she says, "I'm getting transferred to like," and he does, she he doesn't want her to go, and yeah, you're right because they were they, it just, I think it started out showing the sign that says Malibu Express on it. That was like the very yes. first shot. Yeah, they're on a boat. <laughs> so, yeah, they like, were on the boat. Okay. Just, just like Cody or whatever, like he has a boat, Malibu Express. They're on a boat called Malibu Express, and they're kissing, and uh, we get to see her topless a little bit. And then we get to the the drug enforcement guys getting killed. Then we get to like the loading, the loading a bunch of crates and stuff. Tuffy, would you like to? And that's where the opening credits are. Tuffy, would you like to explain this? Uh, what happens with the crates and the snakes and everything? Um, <laughs> I would like to. I don't know if I can. There's a bunch of crates, <laughs> and are there two of them with snakes? Yes, there are two with snakes, live snakes. <laughs> yeah, and one of them has, like, some bands wrapped around it, and it might have some warnings written on it. Yes, danger, contaminated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the bands get knocked off. I know that. Yeah, and the and sign then, gets knocked down, so the sign falls off. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it, right? Because the, well, the one was, snake was con- contaminated by cancer-infested rats, I think. Well, I, I thought it was like <laughs> I thought it was radioactive cancer cells or something like that. I don't know. Okay. I think radioactive was part of it. But uh, yeah, I figure that didn't have to be part of it to be the, that big. The other the other snake was just a normal snake, and it was supposed to be sent to like a museum. I don't know where this radioactive cancerous snake was supposed to be sent, uh, but let me just say the special effects were fantastic on this snake. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. Because why? And they did a good job does, of, of finding a sock puppet that looked yeah. a little bit like a snake. <laughs> why, why just film a regular snake when we can get a rubber sock puppet? And <laughs> 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 it's a big giant snake. <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> At least it was colorful. Now, now you might, if you're listening to this, you might be asking yourself, what does a radioactive cancerous snake have to do with a drug smuggling ring in Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> Fair question. Fair question. Um, it has nothing to do with it whatsoever. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, good Lord. Like... <laughs> They, they didn't. I thought so, they, they tied it in a little bit better than they did yeah. with the, the hillbilly family last week. Yeah, the they, they really had no purpose. They obviously tied in, but there's really no purpose to like this story is the same with or without the snake. Like we don't need. Yeah. The snake. <laughs> well, there. Were, I think there was one time the snake actually affected the story. Um, yep. Where if you didn't have the snake, it would change the outcome of a scene possibly. But where? even that the part with the snake made no sense when uh <laughs> when they're in the house right after the girls find the diamonds and the, the the two people have the stockings over their head um the guy outside is like a hundred yards away from the snake and freaks out and <laughs> yeah. starts shooting yes. at it yes and if he didn't start shooting they would not have run out of the house okay all right that's true yeah but that was, yeah, we're getting way ahead. But, yeah, the, the one evil guy, he's, yeah, like you said, he, the snake's at least 100 yards away. And it's not just on the ground. <laughs> they're it's outside. Towards him. It's hanging on a plane. For some reason, the snake is, like, wrapped around the plane. <laughs> yeah. And just his yeah. head is sticking yeah, it's up. not going anywhere. And it's the middle of the night. And this guy sees the snake head from all the way. And he starts shooting at it and screaming like a little girl. 
and uh, <laughs> and he's standing in a car. All he has to do is get in the car and close the door. You're safe, buddy. But yeah, he freaks out, and uh, yeah, so that's right, Tuffy. Yeah, that did change things. Good point. <laughs> um, pivotal scene. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna after- disappear for a few minutes. I'll be back shortly. Uh oh. He's gonna smoke a dart. I have to go use the uh, rest area. He's gonna rock a pit. <laughs> Yeah. So, right. <laughs> I'll just mute myself. All right. Thank you. Muted. All right. Hello. Muted. Hey, Tuffy, make sure when you lift the <laughs> toilet seat, check there's not a snake in there, for the love of God. <laughs> I will make sure. <laughs> All right. Just when you thought it was safe, Muted. take a pee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I was going to save it for later, but uh, since we've kind of uh, said it already. Where the hell did that snake come from? Do you believe... Up through the toilet. Just when you thought it was safe to take a pee. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a sample of the dialogue, the quality dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Our ticket to Hawaii. Oh, the dialogue in this movie was great. It was so much better than the one we watched last week, even. <laughs> like they just peppered it in throughout. <laughs> just more bad jokes, and it was just fantastic. I loved it. So, uh, all right, so after we see them uh, loading the snake. So the the point here is that the wrong snake gets loaded onto the plane that Donna mm-hmm. and Taryn pilot. They're, they're pilots on this little plane on the island. So they're taking this radioactive snake to Molokai, and all hell is going to break loose. Um, <laughs> but so, so we – oh, when we see Donna, though, when she shows up, she picks – she shows up to uh, – get Taryn to go to work. Taryn is out uh, enjoying some of the uh, surf, and then she walks, she runs in in her bikini, immediately takes her bikini top off, and takes a little <laughs> yeah, shower. And an outdoor shower. And uh, so that's nice. And then she goes mm-hmm. in and changes, and then she gets dressed in her little, uh, her pilot outfit, little shorts, and uh, little uh, brown shorts, brown top, unbuttoned down pretty low. And then they both fly off to um, pick up the cargo, including the snake. And they fly it back. They load the snake in the hangar. Then, um, when do they get the diamonds? Um, I think Ooh. it's not too long after that. They see that plane, a little remote-controlled plane. They, uh, they also, not only do they pick up the snake, they also pick up a honeymooning couple, right? And they take them to, like, oh, Molokai yeah. for their honeymoon and drop them off. And they take them to the beach, and they uh, th- this beach is right near the diamond smugglers and the weed operation. And I think they stumble upon them, and that's where they find, like, um, a little thing of diamonds or something. Don't they get – I think they even get, like, a little bit of a shootout with somebody, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> I think they end up using, like, ninja weapons on them, right? Like, the guy, those guys remember. have guns, but they – like, the one girl pulls out ninja stars and, like, throws – Throws one in the fatter guy's <laughs> chest. I don't even remember. <laughs> I think that. the other oh, girl yeah. had nunchucks. Yeah. Nice. And they kind of whoop those guys, and then they just run and get into the plane and try to fly away. Yeah. So, and then when I think they get home, uh, like Donna says something like, <laughs> "I can't believe," like uh, she says something so stupid, like about. <laughs> I think that you were trying to kill us or something like that, right? Like, I think they were. Yeah, like, yeah they're very nonplussed by this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were. They're like, okay, let's, yeah. let's like, do our chores, and then we'll figure out what's in this box. <laughs> it's 
like, okay, that seems important right now. <laughs> but, and, and what you want to do before you open up the box to see what's inside is you want to get uh, topless and into a jacuzzi immediately. Yep. Thankfully, <laughs> that's the only way. Do. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, looking good. Um, so, yeah, they do that, and they find out in the little box is a bunch of diamonds. And then they go, mm-hmm. oh, we're in trouble. They're going to come get us. So Donna calls up Rowdy, right, to say, hey, we might yep. need some help here. And then Rowdy and his fella, they say, all right, we'll come help you. I think that's what he says, right? <laughs> I think so. I think after, that was, after he was done doing his, you know, Confucius says <laughs> bit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, see, that's the one thing about I don't like either of the dudes. Like, I liked Cody in Malibu Express or Whatever his name was, Colby Cody. I didn't think uh, Rowdy was terrible. He's he's no I Cody, but I hated him. I just <laughs> wanted to punch him right in the face. Uh, but yeah, but I, didn't, I, I didn't like, like Dave Damashek. He's a very loud lover. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Holy hell, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> we'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, I didn't like this guy at all. But uh, yeah, their first exchange. They're on the Malibu Express and they're practicing their karate. And, you know, they're punching each other. And uh, just like Cody said last week, uh, Rowdy says, these are, my hands are lethal weapons. And then his buddy does a horribly uh, stereotypical Asian accent. And, and it says about Confucius, it says, to be careful when you're slapping on your cologne or aftershave or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, is yep, a, yep. Quality a joke right the, there. Same, the same joke that the, the lady said that, Remember, Cody told her, oh, my hands are lethal weapons. And she said, be careful playing with yourself. Be careful when you play with yourself. <laughs> That's a better joke. That's a better joke. It that is. Joke was better. Yeah. Yep. Yep, he downgraded the joke, <laughs> which you never yes. want to do. <laughs> if you're going to use the same joke, you got to make it better than the first time. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so, uh, so then the bad guys show up at uh, Donna's house, right? To, well, at some point they go to see Edie. Um, at the at the restaurant. yeah, yeah, cause, <laughs> it was great because there's like some like uh, some old like Harvey Weinstein like film producer guy or something, well, and uh, he was meeting with some well, girl. Let, <laughs> and, let me let me stop you there. Let me stop you there, because that guy is Andy Sedaris. The oh shit! Of these yeah, <laughs> and wow. and here's what he's yeah he's talking to a blonde starlet named Charlotte, and uh, here's mm-hmm. what he's says to her let me uh this was amazing (laughs) charlotte charlotte thank goodness you've decided to come charlotte i'm not just some fast-talking new york television director i care for you a great deal trust me charlotte you practically raped me last night that was last night charlotte this is today i care for you charlotte i care for your mind i don't care about your body anymore i'm not into that may i help you i'll have a pair of coffee I'll have a pair of coffee. Yeah. He's looking at her bosom. I'll have a pair of coffee. But yeah, you practice. That was last night, Charlotte. Get over yeah. it. it. It reminded me when we did the Dazzler. Eight hours later. Remember we did that Dazzler issue on Flea Market Fantasy and the, the graphic novel for Dazzler, a guy attempts to rape her and then Dazzler ends up falling mm-hmm. in love with him later on. That's what this was reminded me. Yeah. yeah. Same kind of premise. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. <laughs> so then the, uh, our uh, our girls show up, Donna and uh, Taryn, 
and they uh, the guy who owns this restaurant, well, Edie, I guess, owns it, but the one, like, waiter or bartender is super sleazy. This guy's yeah. Always... So he... Uh, he has he some good lines, gre- though. Yeah, he greets our uh, heroines here, and this is how that exchange goes. Again, just listen to the sparkling dialogue. <laughs> Look at you two. Every shot of postcard. I'm going to give you the best seat in the house. Oh, and where's that? You can sit right here on my face. Why? Is your nose bigger than your dick? <laughs> Zing. <laughs> she zinged him but good. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then I don't know if it's in this same scene or maybe later, but um, that bartender guy goes over to talk to the producer and uh, see if he needs anything. And he brings over the waitress again with the bosom. Oh, right. And and then he says this uh, pearl of a line. Um, (laughs) Hey, wait, you go down on her. You're going to be kissing the back of my head because I'm already going to be there. I think you know what I mean. Yeah, really. <laughs> I need <laughs> the amazing thing about that is like the three solid three second pause of silence between you'll be kissing the back of my head. I think you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all caught the subtlety of that joke. <laughs> uh, the delay is what makes it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good. That was some good delivery. This guy, <laughs> he missed his calling. So uh, at the restaurant, Edie, uh, like she's the third member of this Charlie's Angels uh, trio. Uh, she's kind of like a redhead, a reddish brown hair, I'd say. And, yeah, um, yeah, like dirty blonde, a little bit of red she, in there. She's super foxy. And, <clears throat> again, she's another one of the playmates. And then there's also a blonde woman working the bar. But wait a minute. She doesn't look like a woman. Who is that? Nope. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same cross-dresser dude from Malibu Express. The same dude. Yeah. This Andy Sedaris must that have That guy gets him. around. Uh, I think his name it's was like, Michael. Is it supposed a- to be the same character? Different character, but same actor. Um, okay. Yeah, it definitely was the same actor. Yeah, I think his name was Michael A. Andrews, and he was like a very famous um, cross-dresser, or I guess term back what was the term back then i don't know i don't want to get transvestite yeah i don't know we're saying the wrong thing but uh (laughs) apparently in 1977 he won like the miss gay usa pageant he was like famous (laughs) for a female impersonator i think that's what he officially was a female impersonator he uh he he performed in cabarets and everything so he's like very famous and yeah he's in both movies so this andy sedaris uh, (laughs) yeah big fan yeah. Oh, oh, Tuffy's on mute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now, Tuffy, were you, were you able to listen to what we were saying the whole time? Yeah. Um, did Did you like some of those lines of dialogue? Top notch. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, so we're at Edie's now. Tuffy, did you did you realize that bar the uh, bartender lady wasn't really a lady? Did you, did you, uh, yeah, did you I immediately that? realized it was the same actor from Malibu Express. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. And <clears throat> apparently he's undercover here for the uh, diamond smugglers and the drug dealer guys. He, he's What's his goal here? He's trying to get inside information about what exactly? Do you know? 
No. Yeah, I don't know. Either. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was watching gems while I was watching this, and there's already a bunch of stuff you described. Where I was like, "What? <laughs> I don't remember that." Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like he was undercover for the bad guys getting info because I think he was getting tips. I guess he could overhear them talking to Edie about monitoring the drug trade or whatever. So then he could tip them off, like where to when to do when to move shipments or something, something like that. I don't know. But uh, so yeah, that's what's going on there at Edie's. Um, then there's also later on there's also like a sportscaster involved in this movie. Uh, J. <laughs> yeah. J. Jack. yeah. Like. <laughs> And um, this, this movie didn't have enough characters already. Yeah, I don't know why this guy was needed, but every once in a while we see he's talking to Whitey, the uh, Andy Sedaris, the uh, the Hollywood producer there, or whatever. And I guess they're doing like a remote because there's going to be, I guess they're trying to say like the Pro Bowls there, like there's going to be a football meetings, NFL meetings or something, and some football players are going to be there. I thought it was something with like, the draft, maybe, or maybe it was the Pro Bowl. I don't know. I just assumed the Pro Bowl because they used to play it in Hawaii, so I'm thinking, oh, maybe they. Yeah, uh, I think. Makes they, sense. I think they just said meetings, though, like NFL meeting or football meetings. I don't know. But but they're going to do, like, live broadcast with football players and stuff. And he's there to yeah. be, like, the host. And he's kind of a weird dude. Uh, but he's also banging Tarrant, um, the uh, the one co-pilot. Oh, that's there. right. Yeah. yeah they were in yeah. Um, Cause he shows up at the end when they're all in the limousine together. And I'm like, who's that guy? Oh, that's right. That's that sports <laughs> guy. I totally forgot he existed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but there's, he a secret there's agent, a, though? He was talking about, like, or is that a different guy that she was banging? I don't think he's a secret agent, right? He's the one who's all like, I'm, so. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different guy. I I don't know. Who knows? He could have been. I have no idea. Who knows? Um, he probably started out not as a secret agent, and by the end they forgot, and they just made him one, and so I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> um, so then uh, Donna and Taryn, after they talk to Edie, they go back to their house, I think. And uh, then the bad guys show up, right, to try and get the diamonds yep. off them. Mm-hmm. And, and the one the one bad guy sneaks, and they all have, like, stockings over their head. The same stocking that that girl had in Malibu Express. <laughs> Countess yep. with my girl, oh, my girl Sybil Danning was uh, technically the one wearing that. By the way, I forgot. I need to apologize to my girl, Sybil Danning. Last week on the show, I said she was 33 years old uh, when that was made in 1985, and we were all dumbstruck by, like, you know, she looked much older than that. It turns out I was given some bad intel. She was not born in 1952. Uh She was born in 1947, so she was 38 and not 33. That's not a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) It's moving in the right direction. Well, yeah, so Sybil Danning was 38 in Malibu Express. And she looked Man. like 58. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Tuffy. A lot of hard living in the sun. This interview is over, Tuffy. I'll tell you that right now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, dude, my back is fucking killing me right now, I got to tell you. I'm going to power through it. I'm going to power through it. Yeah. Because uh, it's a hard ticket to Hawaii. If they can put up with a radioactive cancerous snake and drug dealers and uh, diamond <laughs> smugglers and guys with uh, blow-up dolls and guns, I can take uh, back spasms. I can put up with it. So, um, <laughs> deep breath. All right, so uh, 
what happens? Uh, so the bad guy show up. I like when the one the first bad guy grabs Taryn around and just conks her on the head with like a stick. He's smacked her on the head with something. Boom. I like that she was like, I'm gonna put the diamonds in the in the freezer because they're ice. <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever think of that. Um, oh, we, we we should also say Taryn is like obsessed with James Bond, so she's always making like James Bond references. Yeah. The whole movie. Yeah. Um. And uh, so, I don't know, the bad guys try and get the diamonds, they get the diamonds, and then, like Tuffy said, the guy outside sees a snake, the snake, not just a snake, and he starts <laughs> shooting at it and flipping out, and then they fight the bad guys. Doesn't Donna, like, don't they kill one of the bad guys, too? Like, don't they shoot one of them or something? Well, the bad guys run off, and then Donna and Karen are in the house, and Donna goes, those motherfuckers, and, like, chases them <laughs> out and shoots Shoots uh, the one guy in the head. She hits him in the face, but he in is not face. dead. Yeah, in yeah, the face. <laughs> in the face. And from the angle that she shot him, it would have been square in the face. But later on, they say it just yeah. grazed you. Just grazed you. Like <laughs> no. If you know anything about you know ballistics and trajectory and all that kind yeah. of stuff, right smack in the face is where she would have hit him. Um, but yeah, yeah after the bad great. guys drive off, Donna apologizes to Karen and says, sorry, I just lost it there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> when those guys broke into our house and tried to kill us, I lost it there for a second. Um, but yeah, so the snake, and then the guy from the plane hangar, he finds out that the uh, they got the wrong snake and he calls him up and he's like, hey, you guys got the wrong snake and it's very dangerous, it's contaminated. And they say, well, we don't got the snake because they, they, they saw that it broke free from its wooden crate. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a yeah. loose on the island now. So look out. Um, <laughs> what happens next, Jank? Do you any recollection? Um, I'm trying to flip through it now to see what happens next. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's, there's yeah, I honestly have no idea what the I plot is. Movie, it didn't have a lot forward. of flow. Yeah, I, it, it really pick. It's a little dull early on, but it really picks up towards the end of the movie. Like it really gets. Is after this when uh, Rowdy and the other guy show up and they're driving the jeep and running to the skateboarding I guy? So. Oh, I think so. Bad. Because the, the bad guys, I guess, um, overheard the phone call or somehow they wiretap the phone or something, so they know that the, the other agents are showing up. So there's a guy on the skateboard, but he's on his he's doing a handstand on his skateboard and he's skating down the road and Jay did the karate guy goes to, he's like, hold on rowdy. Like, why does he have to hold on? There's just a guy on his skateboard. Just calm down. You can just drive past him. You'll be all right. (laughs) Um, But but the guy on the skateboard's just scouting them out. So then he, he meets up with the other bad guys and they go, yeah, that's them. All right. So they hand him a gun, like a rifle and a blow up sex doll. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and they say, go get him, skates or skater or whatever. So he, so he gets back on his skateboard. Keep in mind, the Jeep was driving the opposite direction, away from where he was. <laughs> he somehow catches up to them, passes them, and then is headed towards them again on his skateboard. I don't, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> He's very fast. But... When he gets close to them, he's holding the blow-up sex doll in front of the gun so they can't see the gun, but they can see the big blow-up sex doll. Then he pulls the doll out 
and shoots at them with his gun. He, he tries to, like, shoot off their tire, uh, and then Jade also gets hit somehow. And then, uh, Jank, why don't you describe what happens next? <laughs> um, I forget how, but somehow I think they hit him, right? They hit him with the car, and he gets launched yeah. up into the air. <laughs> yep. Him and the sex doll on the skateboard all flying in the air. They, uh, the, I think it was Rowdy pulls out like a four-chambered bazooka. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, fires a rocket right at the skateboarder guy, blows him up, <laughs> and then just for good measure, sends another one over at the, uh, the blow-up down, blows the shit out of that thing too. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you right. can't be so, too sure. <laughs> so just to recap, first they hit a guy with their car, then they blow him up with a bazooka. That's what we're dealing with in this movie. It is yeah. amazing. And they blew up the blow-up doll with the bazooka. It's yeah. it's un- unbelievable. And, uh, well, now, Jade does question why he used the bazooka. Yes. And, and Rowdy's answer is that's the only gun he can hit a moving target with. Yeah, another callback <laughs> to his cousin. He's yep. going to hit a moving target. Yeah. They must run in the flames. Oh, Abilene not a not good shot. And by the way, there's a scene with Donna and Taryn in, like, their bedroom or whatever, and they have a Malibu Express poster on the wall. They also have a Stacy yeah. poster on the wall, which was Sedaris' first film. And uh, they look at the Malibu Express, and she even makes the reference to it. Like, you have a Malibu Express poster on your wall. So apparently Cody is not only in their real world, he's also in the fictional world of Malibu Express. Like, he's a movie actor, too? <laughs> and he made a movie they did called say the Malibu Express? I yeah, think they mentioned the, like he. We haven't seen Cody since he went to become a big movie star. So I think oh, he did I think become a movie it. star in the universe. Yeah, I don't oh, know wow. if it's like a based on a true story kind of thing, like the Malibu Express plot happened in the universe and they made a movie about it. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what happened. Uh, but yeah, I didn't hear that line. So yeah, that really ties it all together. Then all right. Um, how about that? So we'll cross promotion. Uh, so after they blow up the dudes, then they, uh, I guess they go and meet with Donna and Taryn, right? They have to. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. I think this is where, like, that brunette shows up, and uh, they're, that one guy was taking pictures of her out on the beach in her bikini. Oh, well, no, <laughs> I don't even what, know what that had to do with the movie, but I liked it. Those are the uh, honeymooners. Those are the honeymooners. Um, hmm. Remember, they... They drop them off, yeah. and then Donna and Taryn are supposed to go pick them up the next day. And when they go back to pick them up, they find that the snake ate them. So, because <laughs> we get a scene of the snake killing them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, at some point, at some point oh, we sorry, see talk- Shade playing with a frisbee too. That might be around here. Oh yeah. Yeah, with, with, with a girl on the beach. Yeah, they're teasing that. Um, <laughs> oh, because we get to see Donna. Donna and Taryn are, like, spying with binoculars on them, and uh, Donna was looking good in her little bikini top, and, and they're spying them. Because they, they tell, later they tell Rowdy and, and uh, Jada, like, Shade likes to play uh, um, Frisbee with a girl every day. And they're like, oh, good, we can use that. And wait till you see how they <laughs> use that. <laughs> but the, the other thing I like is that uh, whenever they say, they describe them, uh, uh, Rowdy says, "Oh, that's shades. We have a docu- We have a foul on him. He's a ter- he's a hired killer or something like that. He's the one who killed the DEA agents. How would they possibly know that? How would they possibly <laughs> know that shades killed the DEA? There's no way of knowing yeah. that. 
Yeah. I also knew that he would be arrested, sure. Yeah, that was the first time I would have heard of those guys being DEA agents because those not look like DEA uniforms. Yeah, I don't, I'm, maybe I'm just saying that. I don't know. Whatever they were. No, they um, said it in the movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know they were. Because I was confused when he said that. Like, wait, the guys in, like, the safari hats and blue polos or whatever? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the official but. uniform for the DEA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, like, resort staff or something? Oh, oh by, the, by the way, after those dudes got blown up, I think they went back to report to their boss, the guy who got shot in the face. And uh, he tells them that they got away. And uh, we get this line from their boss. Oh, yes, I had this as well. If brains were birches, you'd have a clean cage. (laughs) If brains were birches, (laughs) you would have a clean cage. Yeah, that was a good one. (laughs) I'm trying I love to look it. through what other uh, lines I have. Uh, we got a few more lines, but they come later on. All right, so uh, yeah, so they. I think they, uh, they go once, back, uh, once Rowdy and his his guy get in, they call Edie, and then Edie goes and leaves, and this is where she takes her shirt off and just there's a montage of her changing. That was pretty yeah. great. Yeah, that yeah, was a good scene. Edie is smoking <laughs> yeah. hot. Yeah, so so she goes into change. She gets naked, and, and she puts on this little top. With no bra or anything, just it barely covers her her breasts, and she just runs mm-hmm. out the door. I wish more women dressed like that. That the world would be better <laughs> if. Uh, wow, not rock star. You'd be pulling your back out a lot more often. <laughs> not rock star, but <laughs> yeah, other for fifteen dollars a month, you could probably get rock star to dress like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was amazing. Um, yeah, Cynthia Brimhall, I believe is her name, Edie. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, as Good I mentioned fan. last week on the show, at heart I am a scholar, and I enjoy scholarly pursuits, so I have <laughs> to do research. And I researched all of them extensively. And I, I don't know, of, of the four, well, of the three, because I, I consider the, the girl in the bathing suit, the other playmate, Patty Duffick, Remember, she jumps in the pool, and then she goes to talk to the cross-dresser, and she takes mm-hmm. her top off. She was amazing. So, of those four, yeah. do you have a preference? Um, probably either Edie or that Patty Duffett. Oh, Patty Duffett. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me I, don't remember, I don't remember that Patty one. But I would say Edie of the three. Well, Tuffy, you need to like uh, immediately go find Patty in this film. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just saw that scene, and it was great. Yeah, she's <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you I'd, know, I'd probably go... I'll I'll go back and do my research. Yeah, you got to <laughs> scholarly pursuit. I'd probably go Patty as well, number one. Uh, and by the way, she's also in Picasso Trigger, so. We really need to watch this Picasso trigger at some point soon. Ooh. Um, all right, so after the guys show think, up. Um, uh, oh, go ahead, Jack. Somewhere around here, there's some weird scene where I think it was the guy who works at the restaurant. He's talking to some other guys who are dealing drugs, and they're talking about, like, all these drugs and what they do and shit. And, like, he starts oh, talking no, no, about, no. like, the, the last one he mentioned. <laughs> no, he's talking to uh, J.J. Jackson, the sports guy. And he's talking about all the vitamins oh, okay. he takes. 
and, and yep. he says he takes he takes 10 milligrams of vitamin C a day. Every day. And what does it do to his urine, Jank? Did you write that down? I, I didn't cut that <laughs> clip. I was going to cut the clip, but I didn't. I didn't. It gives you that iridescent green and yellow urine that gets you all the respect in the urinal. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I got I take a lot of vitamin C, but not 10 milligrams, so maybe I need to up it up. Hey, <laughs> you're doing it all wrong. You want your shit to glow oh. in the dark. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that guy. But that's that J.J. Jackson, the sports guy. Um, so when the Rowdy and his buddy get there at the house, they start, uh, well, he goes back with Donna. Doesn't he bang the Donna? Don't they go have sex now? And <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's, a, I think it's after Edie gets kidnapped, right? And they're just like, Oh, Edie got kidnapped. That's sad. Let's go bang. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of trying to save her. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't remember the exact sequence, but yeah, so they go make the sweet, sweet love, and uh, that rowdy, he, oh, I, I think when, um, yeah, I think this is when this happens, but they go back there, and she's like, did you know all this was going on in Hawaii, when, uh, is that why you didn't want me to transfer here? And he's like, yeah, and then that leads us to this quote. You can't control my life. I don't want to control your life. All I want to do is suck the polish right off your toes. This is the Quentin well, Tarantino biopic. So they start making the sweet, sweet love. And uh, as Jank alluded to earlier, this rowdy guy, he's a very uh, vocal lover. He, uh, he gets it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she has to tell him to keep it down like at the movies. Yeah. And he won't. It's not the lady that's not the lady that's loud it's the fella and he is very excitable so yeah <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um so then i guess they next they just concoct their plan right to rescue Edie and to take down the smugglers and the the first step is they got to get by shades on the beach they got to make sure they kill shades with uh Jank, would you like to describe how they kill shades? <laughs> uh, well, they they keenly trick him into playing frisbee with him. Uh, I think it was it was who was it? The other guy? Not it wasn't Rowdy, right? Is the other guy? No, it was Rowdy. It was Rowdy. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they get him involved in playing uh, playing frisbee here, and then once he uh, throws it back, they pull the old switcheroo, and he pulls out a frisbee that's coated with razor blades. <laughs> <laughs> big jagged shit all over it <laughs> and throws it throws it at shades kills him with a fucking razor blade frisbee <laughs> yeah uh, shades goes to catch it it cuts off it right off his fingers and goes right into his throat and uh yeah, yeah. And, and just in now, case anyone's wondering uh shades was standing in a wide open beach where you definitely could have shot him with a sniper rifle yes. from i don't know a thousand yards away yeah or, or even just a handgun that, from right yeah. there because like he's standing like 10 feet away from shades has already put his gun down to play frisbee and uh the other yeah i had to get, could have just taken the gun out of his thing and boom shot him but yeah he, he killed him with the razor well, he's not blade. a good shot but apparently he's yeah. accurate with a frisbee more <laughs> accurate than say, he is with a gun this shade guy for being a hired assassin and a murderer 
He sure <laughs> loves his frisbee. Holy hell! Yeah, he loves his <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Rowdy like, befriends the girl. I, I think her name is yeah. Colleen. She uh, he saw her go. My favorite thing about this Colleen girl is they show her running towards Shades to go play frisbee again. And when she's running on the beach, she's just throwing the frisbee by herself, just ahead of herself, and then chasing after it to catch it and then pick it up and then throw it again. It's like, just, I've well, never how do you seen play frisbee, play. Mike Dell? Yeah. <laughs> just by yourself. Just playing one woman frisbee as she's running along the you beach. you got to at least get a wall or something. <laughs> and then, uh, so Rowdy runs up along next to her, and he has a little, like, uh, like a purse strapped around his neck uh, with his uh, replacement frisbees. And, uh, and he says, Hey, do you mind if I run with you? And she's like, no, not at all. So when they get there, Shades tells him to hit the bricks. He's like, go spit buddy. And, and she's like, come on. He just wants, it's just, uh, he just wants to throw. He's just a thrower. And he goes, Oh, you were a thrower. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a thrower. Let's see what you got. And then they bust out some, fr- and then Shades does some crazy Frisbee moves. Where he like throws it under his leg and pops it up on his finger and then throws it and it's like wow shades he's he's pretty good. <laughs> Before uh, Rowdy kills shades though he tells Colleen to you know it's, mm-hmm. it's time for her to go and uh, this is their their exchange. Yes. Hey Colleen, you've got a great ass. So do you, Pilgrim. <laughs> so do you, Pilgrim? <laughs> because because a lot of uh, bikini-clad women in Hawaii speak like John Wayne. It's just what they do. Yeah. <laughs> Got a great ass. So do you, Pilgrim? Keep in mind, he, that's just seconds before he throws a frisbee with razor blades through a guy's throat. Like he's making the joke. And then a- after he kills Shades, we see Shades on the beach, bloody and, you know, disgusting. And then we cut back to uh, Rowdy, and he gives it a little fist pump. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> Killed Shades. <laughs> so now that Shades uh, has been eliminated, I think, don't they have Donna up in, like, a little airplane? And she's going to drop noise grenades to scatter the people. Noise grenades. Yeah. Aren't all grenades noise grenades? I, mean, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, you would think. I mean, they didn't have a big blast radius. It looked like they barely did anything, so maybe I guess they're more yeah. noise and than I they guess are bang. She, she wasn't in her plane, I guess. She was in like a one-seated like uh, hang glider thing. Like a little... Yeah, the one you could like rise. sit in. It was weird. Yeah. Um, it was a cool then, shot uh, the one that like, went right over the Jeep, though. Like, it looked like they timed that pretty well. It's like those things look very close. <laughs> and uh, I guess they go, they try, they find out where Edie is. Like she's in a house somewhere, and they get into the house, and Karen shoots somebody with like a machine gun. She kills somebody. I think the the crossdresser dude, right? But he's dressed as a fella at the time. But I think she kills him, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Doesn't uh, so, is it Jade is the other guy? Like he walks yeah. in and. I feel like they have a gun on an unarmed guy, but he puts it down to karate fight the guy. That sounds yes. right. Yeah. Yep. And and they, uh, I don't know if the guy had a knife. I think he had a knife. Yeah. And then, uh, but Jade shows that he pulls off from behind his back. He's got these little, these uh, steel ribbons around the palms of his hands with spikes on them. 
Yeah. It's got claws. And then he says, life's a bitch, and then you die. And then they start fighting. And then eventually, (laughs) Jade gets behind him, and and he says, and now you die. And he just rips out the guy's throat with his claws. (laughs) He, like, stares into the camera while I was doing it. It was really weird. We should also say there's a uh, there's a very strong woman in this film too, like a very fit, powerful lady. Yeah. Among the villains. Oh yeah. Um, she was like, like a bodybuilder or something. Yeah, her name's like Lori uh, something, but she was a famous bodybuilder, I guess. And um, but yeah, she was. She's the same one that was in that uh, that one movie we watched. What the fuck was that? Uh, with um, yeah, Sun Ritter. Yeah, oh, no, the no, one that no. had like the uh, neon. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> with the condoms, the glow in the dark condoms, and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I totally forgot we even watched that movie. I can't even remember yeah. what it was. But... Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, what was that director? Uh, he did ten. And... Yeah. Shit. Fuck. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> gonna drive me nuts now but anyway uh, but that's a different woman though this this lady's not that buff she's like really fit and strong she looks like she could be your smackdown women's champion a meaty woman (laughs) but uh she was meaty but she wasn't like overly meaty like you know like uh dana brooke i would say yeah hey by the way Tuffy, I, I think I found out why apparently the reason why they broke up dana brooke and mandy rose is word on the street is dana brooke's pregnant so, oh well, congratulations to her. I guess that's. What, <laughs> I guess that's why she got engaged, because uh, he put a baby in her. She's like, all right, let's let's get married. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess that explains why they just broke them up without a word. They could have at least said something about it, but. Um, uh, all right. So, yeah. Uh, they're they're fighting. Uh, so they got Edie tied up, and uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, does Donna like Donna is in there trying to get her, but there's a guy with a gun, and so Rowdy comes in with his bazooka gun again and just shoots the kills the dude with the bazooka, right? Just... <laughs> yep. And, and then and for some reason in... Edie is like all over Jade and like, oh thanks, you really saved me. Like he didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> Rowdy's the one in here kicking ass. He was just busy well, fighting I, the other I guy. Think... Earlier on, there was a line when they were calling in and they were talking to the, the three Charlie's Angels girls, and they're on the vo- speakerphone. And uh, Jade said something like, "Because Rowdy said we're going to be, we'll bring all our toys with us when they come." Uh, and uh, Jade says, "And Edie, when I get there, I want you to show me your toys too." And, oh. and the, the lady goes, "Oh, he's such a stud," or something like that. And um, so yeah, I think Edie and him were because he. Because that Jade guy didn't bang Taryn when, uh, you know, Rowdy was... Getting no. From, yeah, because Taryn, I guess, was banging that other guy. J.J. Jackson. Yeah, the sportscaster. With the, yeah, with the glowing green hair. And, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, they, so they free Edie, and then they go out, and uh, the, the, the beefy lady, the, the, the meaty lady, is escaping on a helicopter, and... Then they uh, Donna goes, hey, give me that rocket gun, and then she takes it and she shoots him out of the sky with the bazooka. That really is a tremendous weapon, the four-barreled bazooka rocket gun. That is, yeah, really pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. And and I mean, 
that, that had to cost some money just blowing up a helicopter. So, you know, look at the budget on this film. Yeah, they blew a lot of shit up for a small budget movie. <laughs> a lot of explosions. So it, it looks like every – here's where I got confused. All right, so it looks like everything's done. They're all victorious. They get yeah. in the van, and they're driving back home, and uh, they say Edie is in the van, and she says, hey, what about the main, the main villain? I think Domingo or whatever his name is. And, and they all Seth, like, oh, I wait. Thought. Uh, <laughs> Seth. I think the actor's name might be. <laughs> so then they're like, um, what about Seth? And, and they all look at each other like, oh, yeah, the main guy kind of got away. So then we just <laughs> see Rowdy getting on a motorcycle and driving out of the back of the van and tearing off. Next thing we know, we're with Donna in her house. Yeah. Like, it was so weird. Like, that's a weird cut. Yeah, we're, <laughs> it really was because it didn't seem like – yeah, like they had time to get home and get settled, but and, and like she lives with, looking apparently. And she lives with Taryn. Why wasn't Taryn with her? And um, yeah, why weren't why wasn't everyone else with her? Why didn't everyone else go and try to find Seth? Why did they just say, "Oh, Rowdy can do it"? You know, you think they all would have went yeah. to get Seth. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Dawn is at her house and she's kind of like freshening up, wiping her face and stuff, cleaning up. And uh, when you know it, Seth is there with, like, an ice pick, and he's going to kill her. Oh, no. <laughs> this scene was such a ripoff of Halloween. <laughs> See, I've never seen Halloween, so I can't. Oh. Yeah, there's a whole scene where, like, Jamie Lee Curtis is, like, hiding in a closet, and, you know, Michael Myers is trying to get in, and she ends up stabbing him with, like, a, you know, a knitting needle well, or something to get away. But it seemed very much like that. And the music was trying to, I feel, like be a knockoff of that almost in this scene. Well, at first, let's go through. Like, Tuffy, do you remember this scene? Because it, like, she kills him. Like, Not minutes. really. All right. Because I feel like the movie <laughs> ended a couple different times here where I was like, yeah. wait, yeah. it's not done yet? So she, she, like, gets up, and she's going to go walk into the hallway, and he's hiding behind the door. And, and they, like, start fighting, and she... Does she, like, stab him, I think, in the gut with something? Yeah, and that sounds right. No, she, har- she harpooned him first or stabbed him first? Yeah, first she, she harpooned him, him. No, no, no. Harpooning is in the closet. Like, she she Yeah, that was the first one. First. No, she stabs him first in the gut, right? I thought the harpoon was first. Yeah, and then he's hiding around the corner with the with, like, the knife. And that's when she they get in a fight over the knife, and then she stabs him in the gut. All right, so that he was gets after the harpooning. So she's hiding in the closet. He ice picks through the closet door, and when he opens well, it up, well, this is the other thing. Is it's like a uh, there's like wooden slats, like kind of a vented sort of door, and he is breaking them like one at a time <laughs> to get into this door. Yeah, he could have just when, kicked the door. Looked very flimsy. He could have just kicked the door. Yeah, I'm sure. yeah. I'm uh, sure people don't have inside do, inside the door locks in their closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very good point, Frank. I didn't even. <laughs> um, so yeah, he finally opens the door to get in the closet, and she, is, she the whole time she's trying to unload a heart, or load up a harpoon gun, and she shoots him with the harpoon, and so yeah, now he's dead. Oh, he's dead. We think he's dead. But then, see, I, I thought that's why she stabbed him first, and she thought he was dead. And then he chased her into the – and then she harpooned him. 
and then she went in the bathroom to like kind of recover, and <laughs> and then that's when a new challenger emerges. Yeah, either way, whatever the order, she killed him twice. Basically, she ends up in the bathroom yeah. on the ground next to the toilet, and and again she's like wiping her face. And she's throwing it in the tissue in the toilet. And she goes to flush the toilet. And the, wouldn't you know it, the radioactive cancer snake is in the toilet. <laughs> and it's amazing. Like, the, all the smoke and, like, this green lighting comes out. And this snake arm puppet sticks up out of the toilet. And it's like, rah! And uh, it was crazy. So she goes running out of the bathroom. And she, she jumps over the bed. And she's hiding behind the bed. And that's right when this guy like wakes up comes too so i guess he didn't see her jump over the bed he still thinks she's in the nope. bathroom he goes into the bathroom he finds the radioactive cancerous snake and it just like eats him bites him right in the face right <laughs> yeah right in the face his other cheek his one good yeah. cheek so now donna she uh gets a gun and she is screaming at the snake, and she shoots the snake twice right in the mouth. She's a dead yeah. <laughs> Bang, bang. Doesn't stop the snake. Snake is still the snake. <laughs> cancer Rawr. cells. Rawr. yeah. Like a healing factor. So uh, she needs someone to save her. What happens, Jank? Who's going to come save her? <laughs> uh, Rowdy comes in with his big old four-barreled uh, bazooka but, again. <laughs> but he doesn't just come in. He doesn't just like walk in the door. He rides his <laughs> motorcycle through the wall. He rides his motorcycle <laughs> through the wall. How did he know like he was even in trouble? Like you know, what if he, like she's just eating a pop tart, watching sports on TV, and he comes flying in with his motorcycle? Oh, sorry, uh, I should have not. <laughs> maybe he heard the gunshots from when she shot the snake. I, but, I yeah, guess I maybe. Uh, so yeah, he's got his little rocket gun. And uh, and he blasts the snake with the bazooka, and the the bazooka <laughs> like shell just takes off the snake's head. Maybe, at most, yeah, and it, yeah. <laughs> it, it just takes off the snake's head. That's it. Boom. Lopped yep. it right off. And then once again, we've already played <laughs> it, but uh, we really should hear it again uh, because it was such a a great line. Um, but yeah, that's when we got this exchange. Where the hell did that snake come from? Do you believe? Just when you thought it was safe to take a pee. So now the movie is clearly (laughs) over. The movie is done. And the good guys win. Wait, nope. It's not done yet. Still another scene. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Well, it has to end on a boat, just like the last one. Well, (laughs) so what's the next scene, though, Jank? There's a scene between the boat and this. Do you remember? Oh, no. Yeah, this is when I go to visit Chang. Mr. Chang. They go to kill Mr. Yeah, Chang. Yeah, he's a white right. guy. Yeah, yeah he's like going to Chang's dad from Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess this Mr. Chang, he's been the brains behind this whole operation. Even though we, we, he was the guy driving the helicopter at the beginning of the movie, I guess. So uh, I totally forgot he was a thing. Um but uh, they got to find Mr. Chang. So they, they all get in a limousine, and they go into the city, and then they all pile out of the limousine. And then Rowdy says, no, no, we got to do this ourselves. I don't know why, but they apparently do. Um, but this Mr. Chang has this bodyguard. He's a, a real stone-cold killer, so we got to go up there by ourselves. 
And uh, Rowdy has a gun in the, in the back of his pants tucked in. And he, he and Donna go up to this, uh, this crime boss who has such – like the security of this crime boss, it's so severe and so deadly, these killers, these bodyguards, that they just walk <laughs> right in his office. They just walk right in his office. And uh, the bodyguard stands up and says, hey, what are you doing here? Something like that. I don't know. And uh, Donna hands Rowdy nunchucks. Again, mm-hmm. Rowdy has a gun tucked into his belt. Right? But he hands him nunchucks. <laughs> and he just starts beating the holy hell out of his bodyguards with nunchucks. But he doesn't, like, spin them or anything. He just grabs them no. with a stick and just hits uh-huh. them over the head with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy does not know how to use nunchucks. And then, like, did I imagine this? Or doesn't Donna take them from him, too, at the end? And, like, she hits the guy at least once with him as well, I think? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like, same thing. But, yeah, they're not using them as, like, nunchucks. They're just using them as, you know, a bludgeon. And they're just hammering this dude over the head. Uh, <laughs> so then they say, then uh, that leads to them confronting Mr. Chang, and that gives us uh, this final audio clip. If I can find it here, here we go. Well, Mr. Chang, I'd say it's all over. In a pig's ass. <laughs> in, a, in a pig's ass. <laughs> in, a, in a pig's ass. <laughs> so he pulls out a samurai sword. Oh, by the way, Rowdy then looks at Dawn and goes, did he say in a pig's ass? And she's like, yeah, I think so. So he <laughs> yeah. takes out the samurai sword and he throws it at him just as they shoot. And Donna has a much larger gun than Rowdy. And I think we kind of got that by uh, their lovemaking sessions. Who uh, <laughs> <laughs> wears their pants in this relationship? So she blasts him with like a dirty, hairy 44 Magnum. And uh, he takes it in the chest and he goes flying out the window. And he falls down a good 30 stories. And lands right in front of them in the limousine. And Taryn watches it. She watches the body fall. She watches the body hit the pavement. She looks at the squashed body on the pavement. Then, like, at least three seconds later, she turns around and screams. She's like, ah, it's so terrible. (laughs) It's kind of looked away a little sooner. But, uh, so, all right. Now we get to the ending where they go to the the boat, the Malibu Express. And I don't even remember. Was there, like, a funny line to end it on? I don't think. Was there... Uh oh, this is where um Taryn is just like, hey, uh, I'm the only one who knows where the diamonds are, and I'm keeping them because you guys are all government agents, so you'd have to turn oh. them in. But I'm just a civilian, so That's I can right. keep them and share the wealth with my friends. Yeah, because that's yeah. Uh, I'm just a civilian. That that was a throwback. They said that at least three times throughout the movie. Um, that she's just a civilian because like she always wanted to get involved in the shootings and stuff, and they're like, you're just a civilian. Uh, so then they call back to it there at the end. So, yeah, that Andy Sedaris doesn't miss a trick. Um, so <laughs> nope. There you go. Hard ticket to Hawaii. <laughs> there it is. And then there's another montage of the nudity again, I think, at the end. And yeah. At the end credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Sedaris, what a, a filmmaking genius. And there's a cat. They show a cat at the end, too. Uh, that cat oh, was yeah. also in... That's the same cat that was in Malibu Express. His name is Yukon King. I'm guessing that's Andy Sedaris' cat. Um, so, <laughs> okay. He's loyal to Andy Sedaris. <laughs> he He's putting you on movies. He is. He really is. <laughs> uh, so there it is. Tuffy, your second Andy Sedaris film. How do you feel? Um, I mean, I don't know if I had a 
I don't want to run through all of them at once. I feel like we could space them out a <laughs> yeah. little. Yeah, we could take I, a week I off. I agree. We could take a week off. Because at some point it's going to feel like I'm watching the same movie over and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> I yeah. suspect. Yeah, we'll take a Because I break. get a feeling we'll like, a break. I don't know for a fact, but I think, if I had to guess, now that he's filming on location in Hawaii, they're probably all going to be in Hawaii from here on out. <laughs> that be a good guess. Yeah. Because I, I know next up is Picasso Trigger, and then uh, Savage Beach is also coming up. I know, Tuffy, you saw you were thinking of picking that one at one point. Yeah. Um, so that, that would, the fact that it's Savage Beach makes me think that it's probably on Hawaii as well. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we got a few. Hey, we'll stick with what works. Yeah. Jank, uh, how do you how do you feel? Did we miss anything, by the way? Any scenes that we didn't discuss? I don't think so. Um, the only other thing I had written down was uh, I think it was um, I forget if it was the bar, the guy working at the bar, or the sportscaster guy, but he was telling a story about like, oh, I had an ex-wife who used to mow the lawn naked. Ooh. No, 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 that was uh, that was Jade. That was Jade oh, okay. and uh, Rowdy. They were in the jeep driving. That was right before the skateboard guy. Right before the skateboard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, this, Jake, what did all your neighbors say? He's like, yeah. they they said I married her for her money. <laughs> <laughs> and then Robbie's like, well, did you? And then uh, Jay just like, I don't know. I forget what he says. He says something else, but I I think he just says, uh, yeah, there's not. I don't know. But then Rowdy starts laughing really loud. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. Again, Quality not a fan. Of, not a fan of Jade or Rowdy. I could have done without either of them. Like if this was just yeah. the three girls, the Charlie's Angels situation, it would have been better. Mm. But, uh, um, yeah, but if they didn't have anyone to bang, maybe they wouldn't have taken their tops off <laughs> as much. Because <laughs> really, really, Dawn is the only one that bangs anybody, right? Or does, does Taryn bang JJ John, Johnson or Jackson yeah? Or I don't yeah, I think she does. Yeah, they were on the beach all night long, so something uh, must be yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so where would you would you say this is better than uh, Malibu Express? I think Malibu oh, Express was a little better. Oh. Yeah, I don't, it's tough. I, I saw, uh, I don't know, something called Paste Magazine ranked this as the greatest B-movie of all time. So they're very good, <laughs> Paste Magazine. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, this is a very good, terrible movie. Like, it is awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, the dialogue was I mean, funnier I think to June me. June Knockers uh, top yeah. Donna Karen and <laughs> Ooh, Amy, yeah. so. Yeah. I don't know. Nudity might have been better in the first one, just by a hair. There was definitely more nudity in the first one, More, a lot more topless later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, there was some quality here, though. All four of these playmates were great. And uh, Patty... The skateboarding uh, scene was hilarious. Like, I fucking that, loved that. That's yeah. an all-time <laughs> class. That's an all-time class. That was great. And the snake stuff is just so bizarre. And so, like, it has no <laughs> yeah. no need to be in this film. It is so crazy, but it's pretty awesome. You know, like, it's just this fucking snake. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good choice. Like, like when I think back to Malibu Express, can you think of any classic scenes in Malibu Express that would be on par of the blow-up doll and the bazooka? I really can't. I mean, that 
But uh, I, think, uh, I think the helicopter chasing the race car was pretty good. Hmm. I, like any Malibu Express without the nudity would be like really not enjoyable at all. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough call. I, I yeah, like let's Cody, put in more jokes. I wish yeah, Cody was in true. this film. Like, if you put Cody in this film instead of those two dudes, yeah. it's an all-time classic. Because that guy was much more likable than these two guys. Um, but, oh, yeah, we had the two playmates taking the shower in that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. much nudity in that one. Yeah, it's a tough call. Tough call. Because then you had... Like in the first mal, maybe that's Sedaris's other thing. He he casts four playmates, and he also puts something in the plot that just doesn't need to be there. The snake in this, yeah. and the Russian computer <laughs> stuff. The Russian stealing the computer info in the first one. I mean, uh, Malibu <laughs> Express was a lot hornier movie too. Like everybody wanted to bang everybody all the time in that one. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they're both they're two sides of the same coin, and I like them both. It's a tough call. You really call. can't like, go I, wrong either way. Like if I'm going one out of ten for this, I'd I'd, I'd give it a nine. I want to give it a ten because it's um, I don't I don't know because I like I said I didn't like the dudes, uh, but the the ladies were all nice, so I give it a nine out of ten, and I gave Malibu a nine out of ten, so it's like a dead heat for me. It's yeah, I think the same thing. Yeah. Nine out of ten here, nine out of ten there. I think the production value looked a little bit better in this one. Like maybe just because it was a couple of years yeah. later, or they had better cameras or whatever. But yeah, he's getting better. It it's his third more movie like now, a movie. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's getting better. Uh, I, I like the title sequences. Like they uh, they put the car- the actors' names on like brown pieces of paper and put them on cargo like boxes and stuff. So that was creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was cheap but creative. Yeah. So yeah, you can tell he's getting he's finding his stride here, this Andy Sedaris. This is like his third movie now, so he's he's getting uh, getting things together. Um Yeah. And again, I think he made twelve. So <laughs> we, got, we lots of lots of entertainment ahead of us. And and yeah. I guess the more it goes on, like the men become less and less prominent. Like it's really just the ladies start really taking center stage as we go along. So, <laughs> um, Perfect. Uh, yes, that's what I want. Like, when was the most recent one? Like, how recent are we Ooh. talking here? Let me look. Uh, dude, my back is just brutal right now. Um, let me see. I mean, I would guess it's like can't be past like the late 90s, right? Yeah, it doesn't seem like I can't picture him doing a movie in like 2008. It doesn't seem <laughs> feasible. Um. Yeah, I, I can't believe he was in the... Let's see, he died in 2007 at the age of 76. Find, uh, the page is loading. Oh, he was a Pisces. How about that? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, so we got uh, Seven, which we... Oh, you know what? This was his fourth film, because he did Stacy in 1973. He did Seven in 1979. We mentioned briefly last time. Malibu Express, Hard Ticket to Hawaii, Picasso Trigger, Savage Beach, Guns, Do or Die, Hard Hunted, Fit to Kill, Day of the Warrior, and Lethal, Ladies Return to Savage Beach, 1998. That's the last one. Oh, Return to Savage Beach. 
Yeah, 12 movies. Holy fuck. I'm very excited. What a catalog. So far, so good. Yeah. This guy's a fucking genius. (laughs) (laughs) He really is. He cracked the code. Oh, he was born February 20th, three days after me. I'm, I'm on the. I'm still Aquarius. He's Pisces. Look at that, right on the cusp. Um, me and Andy Sedaris. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're going to start the movies. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If I ever do, I'm casting five playmates. Book it. Yeah, breaking the record. <laughs> Every damn. Movie. I think what you should do is cast. Big Brother only fan starred. <laughs> Here's what I'll do. Five playmates and a chimp. That's my promise to you, the viewing audience. Five playmates Ooh. and a chimp. Every movie. If you go fund me, I'll, I'll throw in some money for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think what we could do with five playmates and a chimp. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Hey, there's your title for the movie right there. Five playmates and a chimp. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Why so, bury the lead? Uh, Hard ticket to Hawaii. Next week, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I won't I guess, be here next uh, week. Uh, so, Jank, it's your pick. <laughs> it's your pick, Uh-oh. Jank. <laughs> <laughs> right. or maybe, I'll, maybe I'll see if uh, – well, Brandon, I was going to see if we could get Brandon next week, but uh, if he's doing Flea yeah. Market Fantasy on Thursday, he's not going to want to do this on Friday. So, um, Maybe if we uh, promise we'll watch Side Out, though, he'll show up. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say we can watch Side <laughs> yeah. Out. We would probably have to record the show earlier. Like, how early could you record the show, Jank? Could you, like, do it earlier? Uh, Yeah, I could do it earlier. Um, I could probably do it by, you know, six, your time. Oh, oh, okay. Well, Maybe five. Gonna, I'll suggest – I'll talk to Brandon. I'll, I'll see how he feels about this. Like Del, but if I'd be asleep at six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm on a normal schedule now. I'm on a normal schedule now, Tuffy. I go to sleep. Yeah, bed at like he's one of us normies. Oh, well, yeah, that raises something. I think, uh, what? when are you going to the beach at night? Uh, when I was 23, <laughs> when I was 23 years old, me, Zippy, Matthew, Jim Ivino, we all went down to uh, Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina. Yeah. Right? We drove nice. down there. What a miserable fucking experience this was. I was uh, I got sick on the way down, and then that's the first time I ever drank, and I got so sick I uh, I was just I I drank a bunch of cider, uh, I don't know, and I just got violently ill, throwing up constantly. Um, but that was the highlight oh, of the no. trip. But uh, yeah, it was the worst I ever got the dr- uh, drunk in my life. Uh, well, it was the first time I ever got drunk, because I wanted to know what it felt like. I was like, I'm going to get drunk, because I never even touched alcohol before that. I'm like, let's just get yeah. Drunk. So I got hammered, and I, did, I overdid it a little bit. So, uh, but the rest, all I remember from that trip was uh, we were there like maybe not a full week, but at least four or five days. I just, well, everyone else went to the beach. I went to the beach during the day like once just to see what it was like. It was terrible. Um, so <laughs> the rest of the time while everyone else was at the beach, I stayed at our, our little uh, townhouse place and just watched reruns of Columbo, and it was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It was pretty great. Now you're talking. And, and then, uh, but at night, me and Matthew, we would uh, like to go just sit down at the beach, and uh, it was pretty awesome. We'd just sit there and chat it up and relax. It was pretty awesome because we'd be the only two people there. 
That was it. Just well, yeah, you and the other guys looking for people to murder. <laughs> 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 but it was, but it was pretty awesome though, because you got the waves coming in, and uh, it's pretty cool. Um, that was a good time. But during the day, no, thank you. You have waves during the day. <laughs> yeah, but there's so many people. There's fucking people everywhere. Like you know, this was way pre-pandemic. Like you, you literally couldn't walk three feet without stepping around somebody. There's just fucking insanity. Yeah. Um, so, uh, not a good time. But, uh, <laughs> hey, speaking of Columbo, Jank, did you watch Columbo this week? Oh, I sure did. All Three right. episodes. Listen up, Tuffy. Take notes. <laughs> yep. All right. That's, uh, I, I think... gotta go. I'll see you guys in a couple <laughs> weeks here. <laughs> so, what were they, Jank? I think I finished up season three. Um, Let's see, season or uh, season three, episode six was uh, that think tank where there's like that kid genius and uh, the one guy's son like lied to get an award, so he kills the guy oh, who's yeah, gonna yeah, expose yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one wasn't great, except for the well, lost who, in space robot that was in there. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, was that the uh, Goodbye Sky High IQ Club? Right? Is that the name of it? I think. Uh, could be. Now, I believe that's the one with Jessica Walters in it as well. No? Or, or I might be confusing them. Oh, was it? Um, you know what? I, I think I might be. Because there's another one where there's a uh, really smart IQ guy. Maybe I'm confusing the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, the kid was only kind of a minor part of it. It was more about, like, the father and son. And his son, you know, stole some guy's um, notes. Who The guy, like, the scientist moved to Britain and he took his notes. Yeah. And uh, he told his therapist, who was this guy's wife, and this guy was going to expose him, so the dad killed him. Let me uh, – all right, so what was the next one? I want to look that one up, though, because I want to make sure. But, uh... Uh, episode 7 – oh, I know you know this one. Uh, this was the little – I saw the lie. Oh, Johnny Cash. I saw the lie. Yep. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Is it Johnny Cash great? Though? <laughs> no. Holy fuck. He is so yeah, good. he was great. He is really good. The, uh, the ironic, the thing I found funny about that one was, like, that song that they keep playing, that I Saw the Light song, is pretty much the same thing, like, same 20 seconds repeated over and over and over again. Yeah. And then he's pretty like, awesome. yeah, I opened my concert and end the concert with that song. <laughs> it's like, how much hey, can people hear this 20 seconds worth if of I, song? If I went to that con, I'd want to hear that song at least twice. That song's awesome. <laughs> I've never been to a concert where someone played the same song twice. <laughs> you haven't lived. <laughs> um, yeah, I was confusing. I was confusing my uh, smart people. The, the one you saw was called was Mind Over Mayhem. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And I don't. I don't think that was Jessica. Well, I think she was in the. Or let me check though. Maybe. Uh... Anyway, all right. So what? I didn't uh, recognize well, uh, her. While you're checking that, I have been to one concert where someone played the same song twice. Uh, Is it Ozzy? Really? It was at Ozfest. <laughs> uh, Andrew WK played a five-song set, and he played <laughs> Let's Get the Party Started to open and close that five-song set. Nice. <laughs> he must be a big Columbo fan. That's where he got uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> From that episode. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. I feel like I've seen Andrew WK at festivals, and all the songs sound like Let's Get the Party Started. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell. <laughs> no, uh, 
Jank, uh, Jessica Walter was in uh, that episode. Jose Ferrar is the uh, wow the guy, right? Uh, I think so. I didn't recognize him from anything. But uh, well, you know, isn't his kid the 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 Ferrar that uh, was in? Twin oh Peaks uh, yeah, from Twin Peaks. Okay, yeah. that's his dad. I can see that. I, bl- I believe so. Like. Um, Jessica Walter though she had really she was foxy she had really short dark hair. Um, was she the guy's wife, like the therapist lady? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do remember her having short hair. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even realize that was her. Oh shit. Yeah, because I thought she was in the one with the robot. But uh, there's another yeah, one called the right. Sky High Sky High IQ Club or whatever. All right. So um, what's the third one? Uh, third one was episode eight. Uh, this was this was a cool episode where Columbo was trying to bust the police commissioner. <laughs> yeah, a friend going indeed. after his own boss. Yeah, yeah, a, fr- a friend indeed. I think it is. Yeah, a friend indeed. Yeah, but yeah. yeah so uh, the police commissioner is married to a horrible shrew of a wife, but she's rich, <laughs> and he has a next door neighbor <laughs> giving away all the money. Now, was the next-door neighbor's wife cheating on him, or I can't remember why he killed his wife, because his wife was fucked. Yeah, she was cheating on him, and he, like, thought he was, she was going out to meet somebody that night, and then she didn't, so he just kind of killed her. <laughs> yeah, he, like, he called up his whatever. buddy and was like, hey, I killed my wife, like, uh, what Yeah, are you, even though you're the police commissioner, yeah, because he's like, you're the police, I know you're <laughs> yeah, the police commissioner, the person but I, I killed my wife. <laughs> and instead of, like, arresting him, he says, hey, I got an idea, and it's kind of like the old switcheroo, like the old Hitchcock, strangers on a train situation. Yeah. Uh, you kill my wife, I'll kill your wife, and we'll cover for each other. So mm-hmm. then the police commissioner kills his wife. Doesn't he drown her in the tub? Or Yep. Like he, he held it up. And uh, they try to make it seem like there's some killer going around the neighborhood. And uh, but Yeah, yeah there's a awesome burglar, episode. apparently, that had been working that neighborhood, yes. and they kind of just tried to make it look like, oh, this guy's you know, upgraded Jessup. to killing now. Well, I, I think his last name was <laughs> Jessup, right? The, the I think so. name was yeah. Jessup. Yeah. I always keep track of names for characters when church rules. But um, <laughs> so, uh, but the, that has a great ending because Columbo tricks the police commissioner oh, yeah. into making him think like the the, the guy, they, the burglar, they're going to frame the burglar for doing it. And like Columbo gave him the wrong, like the gave the commissioner like the wrong address for like the hotel room or this cheap motel yeah. room or whatever. And it was actually Columbo. Columbo's own place. Yeah. He was living. Yeah, he rented it out, and he's been staying there for the week. And when he's like, yep. "No, this isn't his place. This is my place. Look in here." And he opens his drawers. He goes, "These are my shorts. These are my socks." <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's so much. These are my skid marks. <laughs> yeah. So the only way you could know this was if you planted the evidence here to frame him. And actually, it's me. So fuck you, commissioner. Yeah. You're busted. Oh, so good. Yep. Talking. <laughs> so the commissioner's like, "Up, oh, you." You've lost your badge, Columbo. Like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Tuffy, when you hear this, Tuffy, you have to want to watch this. Come on, it's amazing. Um, sure. These are my shorts. <laughs> it is, it's really good. These are my <laughs> socks. You know what was weird in this episode? It was like they showed Columbo in his office, and he wasn't wearing his trench coat. And I'm like, oh, yeah. this, this is jarring. <laughs> I'm not used to this. Yeah. Yeah, and technically it's not even a trench coat. It's just a raincoat. Like it's uh, like I guess a trench coat would be. Uh, I used to always call it a trench coat too, but I guess a trench coat would be like heavier with like another flap on the back. It's just a single thing, little raincoat. But 
But it's it, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's never raining on this show, but he always wins yeah. it. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> Columbo is the best. Fucking best. Yeah, it's pretty great. And you still got a long way to it go, Jack. Up. You're only through season three. So. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, if if Brandon comes on, we can talk Side Out and Columbo, because he loves Columbo. Ooh. Uh, Definitely not listening back to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you watch any movies this week, Jay? I did see a couple of movies. Um, I mean, the the best one was really one I'd already seen, but I saw Pee-wee's Big Adventure in the theater last weekend. That was pretty good. (laughs) In the theater. Yep, finally got to see it on the big screen. Um, by, by the way, let me just stop here. Tuffy, uh, did, have you seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Tuffy? Probably. Ha, have you seen Otis Probably. without his beard, the clean-shaven Otis? Yes. Otis looks like the fat kid in uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, the guy who <laughs> bike and he steals his bike. Yeah, okay. same guy from Team Wolf. <laughs> yeah, he looks like that fat guy, yeah. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you saw Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Um, hey, by the way, Dottie, remember Dottie? We saw Dottie naked. Oh that? yeah. Yep. Yeah. Valley Girl. Valley Girl. I'll never forget it. We watched so <laughs> many <laughs> terrible movies. Holy hell. <laughs> we really have. <laughs> Blake Edwards. Blake Edwards was that director that did the John Ritter movie. Now I can't think of the name of the movie though, but I at least remember Blake Edwards. Uh, uh, Skin Deep. I found there it. it is, Skin Deep. Yep. <laughs> Blake, yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, what else do you watch besides Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Um, I saw Escape Room Two last weekend. <laughs> As expected, it was not very good. Um, the main girl is just so boring, and she's not a good actress at all. And I, I just I can't understand these movies. <laughs> um, the traps were like so elaborate and relying so much on coincidence that you're like. Nobody would make it through these things alive. Like it's become impossible. <laughs> this is but somehow they're they have calculated so all these things will happen at exactly the right time. Even though it was like acid rain falling down on people in scenes, you're like, no one's <laughs> gonna make it through this. <laughs> hey, uh, Jank, I'm, I'm looking through the cast here. I don't recognize any of these main ladies, but uh, Deborah Ann Wool is here. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a uh, surprise because she was one of the characters in the first movie um, who they killed off, <laughs> but now she came back. <laughs> yeah, and she of course she of course was Karen Page on uh, Daredevil, and I'll be honest, Jank. Right when I read her name out loud, all my whole life I thought her name was Deborah Ann Wolf, and it's Deborah Ann Wolf. <laughs> yep. No, uh, F. <laughs> I always I always thought that was an F at the end, so I, I was kind of confused for a moment. But, uh, yeah, Karen Page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was looking good. Didn't have a lot to do in the movie. They they brought her back, but then it was like one scene, and I don't know. It was kind of weird. Uh, so, not, I don't know, else. they really they tried to push it too far, I think. Uh, yesterday I saw the movie Old. Uh, oh, I, I keep seeing the commercials the for this. M. Night Shyamalan yeah. Ding Dong. And every time I see <laughs> yeah. these commercials, I'm like, wow, this looks like the, the perfect M. Night Shyamalan movie. A clever premise, and then I'm guessing it ends terribly and goes nowhere. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah. 
full of like stilted weird dialogue and just people yeah. acting weird for no reason. Like, like who's what the that fuck main is lady? going on here? Like who's that main lady in the commercial? Like she gets away. Let me look at you before you change. Like she seems like the worst actress ever. Who was that lady? Was that yeah, lady? there was a lot of terrible acting. Oh my god, the one kid, like uh, the young son. Uh, I'm glad he got old quickly because he was the worst <laughs> child actor I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I hated it. Oh, it was terrible. And like, they didn't even do a good job with them getting old, really. Like, especially the adults. Like, it barely looked like they got older at all. <laughs> but they got some of them got old and died, and they still didn't look like they aged more than like you know two weeks. You're like, okay, that's 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 an odd choice. <laughs> not really aging them up. Yeah, so it was... Not, um, not a fan? Not really a fan, no. <laughs> I mean, this kind of sucks. Cause, like, the, I'll, I'll just spoil it here. Two of the kids do end up living, but they're in, like, their 50s now. It's like, well, great. <laughs> you missed most of your life. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, I'm, like, getting close there, Jank. So, uh, you know, I'm pulling in the 50s pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, but at least you got to live your... Here. Have I? Other oh, 40 Have years. I? <laughs> Have I? I don't well, know. Have I? <laughs> I don't know if you lived it wisely, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that. Um, it gets 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's, that's higher than I would have expected. <laughs> yeah, the acting was not great. The The dialogue was weird. Let me check Escape Room 2. Uh, 46. Rotten Tomatoes, 46. All right. Yep, um, I see only the best. Yeah, I, I didn't watch anything else. Uh, hey, uh, I know this is going to mean a lot to you guys. Well, it might mean something to Tuffy, but uh, I've been watching uh, on ESPN Plus, Tuffy, Peyton's Places, Peyton Manning, talking about football. Have you ever <laughs> seen this, Tuffy? Okay. No? Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, it's just like season one. It, it, he did the season one during the 100th anniversary of the NFL. So there's about 20 some after about a half hour long. And it was go- he was going around just uh, tracking the history of football and just uh, highlighting different aspects of football. And he traveled the country talking to different people about football. And it was pre- it's pretty entertaining talking to old players and stuff. Uh, so if you like the I like old school football. So it's pretty I enjoyed it quite a bit. And then in season two, he came back. And I'm only a few into season two or halfway through season two. And this time he's going around to find out why people love football, like why all these different people love football. They're talking to former players, uh, some famous people. He did an episode with one David Letterman because I guess him and Letterman are buddies. They're pals. Whoa. Because I guess okay. all the years he was playing for the Colts and Letterman liked the Colts. So they, uh, and he came on the show a few times and, and, and they became chums. So he, Letterman spent the whole episode with him, and uh, it was pretty entertaining. And uh, at the end, Letterman came up with a bunch of new rules for the NFL, and they got a team to, like, act <laughs> them out to see if they would work, and uh, it was pretty funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would recommend Peyton's Places if you like football. But, uh, at any point in the show, did he give the same quote that that – Athlete gave in hard ticket to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. We glossed over that. Yeah, we should. Uh, maybe we should mention that uh, when uh, that John Jackson, that guy Taron was banging the sportscaster. He's doing his live broadcast, and uh, Andy Sedaris is the director. They're filming it. He has two football players there, two black fellas, 
And he asked the one guy, how did you win that game? And he says, well, I told all the N-words to get down to the end zone. And I told all the white guys to keep them out of the end zone or something like that, right? Is that what he said? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> That's the gist of it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> different time. Yeah. So, yep. Canceled. Oh, yeah. Did you watch uh, Money in the Bank, Mike Dell? I did, Tuffy. I watched the Money in the Bank. I watched some of it. What? You yeah. Money in the Bank? <laughs> yeah. um, I watched the first segment. So the, the, uh, the, the pre-show, they had the Usos against uh, Ray and his uh, son, Dominic, and the yeah. Usos won the tag title. So that's good. It's good that the Usos won. Uh, of course, uh, they can quit drunk driving and all. That'd be nice if, uh, well, I, I don't know which Uso yeah. busted for DUI. Is it Jay or Jimmy? I never know which is which. Uh, well, Jimmy was the one who was gone for a while, and then Jay was gone for a little bit after that. So probably Jimmy? He was the one who was out for a longer period of time. Yeah, Jimmy's the one who's married to Naomi, right? And Jimmy was the one who got busted. And Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they got to knock that off. But, yeah, but it's good that they have the tag titles and Roman has the titles and the bloodline. They all got the, the, the championship gold. So, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, but that was, that was a good match. All right, so then the pay-per-view starts. And the reason why Yeah, and Alexa is, Bliss comes out. Yeah. Oh, my first, God. The first match was the ladies' ladders match and uh, for the, the briefcase. So, going over the field here, we have Alexa Bliss, uh, Liv Morgan, another jank favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. Naomi, Zelina Vega, Oscar, uh, uh, Nikki Cross, Tamina, and Natalia. I think they're that's everybody. So Alexa Bliss yeah. comes out first, Jank. And would you yeah, like to describe uh, what happened here with Alexa Bliss? <laughs> uh, she made quite the entry. <laughs> what happened with her? Um, I mean, she looked phenomenal. Uh, yeah, she's well, she, wearing, well, she came like, out all black and. Yeah, she came out like she had a black outfit on and a little skirt or a little shorts or whatever. But then she gets yeah. in the ring and she looks at the camera and she just like rips it off. And like she gets even less covered. Like she's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, closer to like her yeah. uh, old ring gear. Yeah. So it was pretty good. Um, it was a great look. Yeah. <laughs> she looked gorgeous. <laughs> so, so Jank enjoyed it. Uh, Jank, are you looking at the other the other WWE stuff on Peacock? Because there's a ton of Alexa Bliss stuff uh, you could watch. And also, I, I saw that they have that Liv Morgan documentary now. If you down WWE, there's a section Women of WWE, and it's like right there. It's like the third one. It's featured. Uh, it's just called. Oh, okay. Uh, you'll be able to see it. But uh, yeah, so how, how did, you like Liv, did you like Liv Morgan? Did you? Think she looked good? Hell yeah! Not as good as Alexa Bliss, but oh. very, very good as well. Yeah, I think I was kind of switched teams. Oh, yeah, Alexa was definitely looking better, and then she stood like on the turnbuckle in the corner, so she was in the shot as like every other person was coming out <laughs> yeah. to the ring too. So that worked yeah. out. <laughs> it kept me entertained for sure. Listen, uh, Alexa Bliss is doing a great job with this character. Whether you think the characters what they should be doing, uh, that's a, a debate we can have. But she's doing a really good job with what they're giving her. Like she's really yeah, 
doing all shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of weird when they just buried her in ladders during the match. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, I guess they're supposed to show that, you know, they had to do something to get this super – because everyone thought Alexa Bliss was going to win. Because, like, yeah. I thought she was going to win. and everyone thought, So they had to do something to, like, make this paranormal. But I think a paranormal demon lady could push some aluminum ladders off. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I guess – I guess not. Just they're made of iron and like you know, it's a weakness <laughs> or something. Um, I, I think uh, overall this match was not so good. It was a little disjointed and no. uh, awkward. And... <laughs> Everything Larry yeah. always said about these things was right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can yeah. find a fucking ladder. Well, here's the. There's way too many. You can't have a ladder match with eight women. It's just too many freaking. It's so hard to do a match with eight people under any circumstance. And then you add ladders into the mix. Um, it's just <laughs> nonsense having eight people. And then they had Tamina and uh, Natalia, who were not very like N- Natalia's good technically. Not acrobatic. Yes, they're very slow and plodding <laughs> and not smooth in the ring. So, mm-hmm. and it, it seemed like they were the centerpieces of the match for much of the match. So the whole match just seemed very slow and uh, no real flow to it at all. Um, no. Yeah, it just. I mean, there's a time, I think I think it was when Alexa Bliss was going up the one side and the other girl was going up the other side. And Zelina. she was like, hypnotized her into going down. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, Alexa Bliss, like, climbs back up. And then she looks back and, like, is clearly waiting for someone to do something <laughs> instead of just grabbing the fucking briefcase. <laughs> yes. you you got to get used to that. But the uh, people always time their climbs wrong, so, uh, you know, it's tough. But, uh... Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of it was, everybody except Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross had already climbed up the ladders. Yeah, they had three and ladders. And were all up there up. pawing at the briefcase. Yeah, and fighting each other. <laughs> yeah, until Nikki Cross runs up and just like, oh, I got it. You guys are good. Yeah, yeah now, I thought that ending was pretty funny because w- the one thing everyone says is they can't climb the ladder. And then when they do, it takes them forever to get the briefcase off. And so, mm-hmm. but Nikki Cross just climbs right up and grabs the briefcase. So I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and I, I like, I don't mind Nikki winning. It's fine. Uh, it's someone new winning and they're certainly pushing her, that little character she's doing, but, uh, yeah. Almost and she's already cashed in. Yeah. So then Monday night raw, Jank, you missed it, but she cashed in on Charlotte. Oh. So she's now your raw women's champion, Nikki Cross. Um, I like the superhero angle, but. I feel like you need a better name than just Nikki Cross, almost superhero. Like, no, she's not a superhero. superhero name. She's almost a superhero. Yeah, she's almost a superhero. Well, Batman's considered a superhero, but he doesn't have powers. And I'm just going to go on the record right now. Nikki Cross could beat up Batman. That's right. I said it. She could beat up Batman. But, uh, yeah, she's almost a superhero. Not quite a superhero. But, uh, yeah, so good for Nikki Cross. Uh, I'm glad she uh, won. Hey, hey, Jake, you may not be aware of this, but Nikki and Alexa used to be in a tag team together, and they won the tag titles twice. They oh. were called uh, they were called Blitz Much Cross to Mike Apple. Bell's chagrin. Yeah, because they beat the Kabuki Warriors <laughs> at WrestleMania. Then I was not happy about it. But uh, yeah, Blitz Cross Applesauce is what they were known as. <laughs> so there you nice. Go. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Um, yeah. So the women's ladder match. Uh, Nikki won. Not the best match. Not so good. But, uh... No. No. I was so not Jack, impressed. Did you, did you just tap out then once Alexa left? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got what I needed. 
right. <laughs> he finished in more ways than one. All right. So, uh, Tuffy, any other I, – I thought the pay-per-view was, like, you know, just kind of average. I didn't think there was anything truly uh, – I, I thought the yeah. best match was, was Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, and it started out – Yeah, to and – and then it ended Peacock really well. continued their streak of fucking up pay-per-views during the best match of the night. <laughs> yeah, the men's ladder match, Peacock went dead, and um, so Ooh. I just I didn't see any of it. I just I, I guess it all came back for everybody at the same time, right? So you just saw the end of it, like Big E winning it. Yeah, I was just it. checking Twitter at that point until it like it was like, nope, still not working, still not working, still not working. All right, it's working. You need to reopen Peacock. Yeah, like, well, I, I was watching it on my tablet, and then uh, he's like, well, it's not working, so I'll go out. I went out in the living room and put it on the TV to see if it would – I thought maybe maybe it was just my tablet fucking up. But, yeah, I guess it was everyone. Oh, Peacock went out for everybody. Um, yeah. Yikes. So, yeah, I, I missed pretty much the whole match, but uh, Big E yeah. with the briefcase. But, the, but that's a good winner, though, right, Big E with the briefcase. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, I think so. That'll be very entertaining. Uh him it. But he's going to have to cash in on Roman then, or is he going to go back to Raw? That's the thing. His uh, An interesting thing is uh, Goldberg, I guess, is going to fight Bobby Lashley. Oldberg yeah, nobody... Bobby Lashley. Who is um, asking for Goldberg? No one. But did you listen to the crowd, though? The crowd went nuts when he showed up. Like He got a huge pop. I, I don't yeah, but they went nuts for John Cena, too. They're just, they haven't yeah. been to a match in, like, you know, but, 18 months or whatever. But like Tuffy, John Cena, John Cena is like super popular, Tuffy. Like he's like, you know, yeah, I mean, movie star and everything else. But uh, yeah, so but Goldberg? Goldberg. Yeah, I, I know. So, but here's the thing: what if he beats uh, Lashley? Everyone would be losing their minds if he beats Lashley. But uh, but Big E's favorite wrestler of all time is Goldberg. That that's what the quote was: the big meaty men slapping meat. He was talking about Goldberg. And <laughs> yeah, Goldberg. I mean if. If Goldberg beats Lashley, that is worse than Goldberg. Did he beat Braun Strowman last time? Uh, no, Strowman beat Goldberg at WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Who did Goldberg um, beat to win the title? Oh, uh, shoot. Either way, it will be terrible if he wins. Yeah, who, the, who did Goldberg? Wow. I, I try to put all the Goldberg stuff out of my mind. Oh, he beat the fiend. Yeah. Remember, he beat the fiend. That's right. Yeah. He beat the fiend. But uh, but what I'm saying is, what if Big E cashes in on Goldberg to win the title? That'd be like Big E's ultimate dream. You know. Yeah, but then Goldberg would have to have the title. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine mm-hmm. how irate people would be if Goldberg beats uh, Bobby Lashley? Holy hell. Um, yeah, because Lashley just like destroyed Kofi at Money in the Bank too. And, and that's what they should have done. Like, if there's a fight between yeah. Bobby Lashley and Kofi Kingston, Kofi Kingston is getting murdered. So that's a, that's exactly what they should have done. It was awesome. I like that. Uh, yeah, Rhea and uh, Charlotte, the, the match started out real slow, and the, the crowd started chanting for Becky. We want Becky. We want Becky. And, like, Charlotte just uh, gave him the finger. <laughs> and, like, she won the crowd <laughs> over by flicking them off. And uh, so then the crowd got in, and the match was really good from then out. And then uh, Charlotte won and then lost like Charlotte has like so many title reigns. I think she's up to twelve now, and uh, it, but her last like three or four have lasted about a day each. And uh, yeah. You know, uh, anything else of note on that show? I guess Roman Reigns versus Edge. 
And uh, then John Cena came back at the end of that. Yeah. Did it, dude. <laughs> I guess that's about it. Yeah. I mean, the that, big news in the, that's pretty oh, good. Yeah, I like John Cena uh, coming back. Uh, and The Rock, I guess, is they're making plans for The Rock to come back, too, around Survivor Series. Oh, be, shit. Uh, yeah. Because here's the big news in the wrestling world, Jank. But Daniel Bryan and CM Punk are apparently going to sign with AEW. And that'll Ooh. be pretty significant. So we might actually get a competition here going with Clean Raw and AEW. CM Punk and Daniel Bryan <laughs> go over there. So. Well, yeah, it takes a little while to get started, I'm sure. But now the ones that are up and running, it can <laughs> really be some good competition. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. That now, is there a fun. reason Daniel Bryan's going to AEW? Like, wouldn't uh, well, Brian, Vince have wanted uh, to keep him around? They did want to keep him around, but Brian's at the point in his life he's done everything he can do in WWE, and he wants to go wrestle yeah. in Japan, and he wants to wrestle yeah, all other places around the world. And uh, WWE does hmm. not have a relationship with uh, New Japan, and apparently they reached out to New Japan and said, hey, can we work something out? So... Uh, but they couldn't come to terms. So AEW has a relationship with New Japan. And so okay. he can wrestle with AEW, and they will let him go wrestle in Japan and Mexico and wherever else he wants to wrestle. Or WWE would I mean, not that, let him do that. So. Is that a good idea for Daniel Bryan? Yeah, Daniel Bryan, uh, he should not. This is going to be a terrible decision. Because AEW, they, they lead the league in botches. They have some of the worst wrestlers ever. People get injured every week on that show, and I'm very scared for Daniel Bryan going to AEW. Uh, I don't, I, I don't think it's going to end good. <laughs> it will not end well for Daniel Bryan yeah. in AEW. But we'll, I'll keep my fingers crossed. But uh, we'll see. And uh, CM Punk, like if Punk, if this was two years ago and AEW started with CM Punk, it would have been a huge deal. But I think people are just all sour on CM Punk now. He came back already for that Fox show, and it was a dud. He kind of laid an egg there, and people have kind of gotten sick of him over the years. So uh, I don't know how big of an impact it's going to have, but uh, we'll see. So there it is, the big news. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Tuffy, that you've been watching? No. I think so. Big Brother and wrestling. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Alyssa and Alexa. <laughs> now I guess we'll have to go check out uh, Rockstar's OnlyFans, see what's going on there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think we all do. I want a full report next time you're on. I mean, it's too bad that Larry's birthday was last month. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can get him a cameo from Rockstar, a topless Rockstar. Maybe we shall send him a video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, not too much else going on here. Not anything else, Jake? Uh, I don't think so. All right, I guess we're about done then. Um, once again, yeah. we got to thank uh, Andy Sedaris, the <laughs> yeah. greatest director ever. <laughs> An incredible Again, body of work. Three big thumbs up for Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Um, next week, maybe Brandon. We'll see. I doubt it, but uh, you never know. Um, 
Flea Market Fantasy. We just uh, recorded two with the Avengers last night. Um, our hundredth episode is up there right now. Superman. Uh, and and Jank made Jank made an appearance on that. Yeah. And uh, sure did. And then cousin Brandon and fucking Batman the week after that. <laughs> so, uh, oh, your uh, your episode of uh, Here Comes the Spider Cast kind of went up this week. Uh, there was oh. all kinds of issues. <laughs> yeah, Mike I tried listening to it on uh, Monday. He said that he left out an audio track or something. <laughs> yeah, your audio track and Becca, <laughs> Bex Luther. <laughs> so there would just be like long periods of silence. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, huh, something's unusual here. I think he fixed it at least on YouTube. I ended up listening to it there, but Spotify, I'm not sure if it's fixed yet. It's still just being fucked up still. <laughs> That's just Mike, y'all, keeping me down, censoring me. My anti-Superman, yep. anti-Batman comments. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't want the truth out there. Nope. So, um, and uh, maybe next week, if if all else fails, uh, I, maybe we'll do a conspiracy segment next week, Jay. We'll oh, nice. Yeah. All right. And, uh, we'll see. All right. Well, thanks, Toffee. Thanks, Jank. Thanks to the Ed as well. The Ed called in. Uh, Tom Buck too also made. Yeah. That. And uh, so. Whole cavalcade I, I, of characters this week. I still need a closing line. I still don't have a closing line. You too, Pilgrim. Um, <laughs> how about my kitty is reserved for my husband only. <laughs> as always. <laughs> My kitty is reserved for my husband. Just leave it there. Just say, as always, my kitty is reserved. I think that's the closing line. (laughs) Should I say, like, and remember, my kitty is reserved? And remember, my kitty is reserved. And remember, (laughs) my kitty is reserved. It's inc- they got uh, you know homeless guys everywhere you look, you know, yeah. and that stuff. It breaks your heart, you know. Yeah. And uh, I seen one guy there the other day in New York, a homeless guy had a uh, dog with him, you know. Yeah. And that's tough. You feel sorry for the for the dog, you know. I mean. Right. You know the dog's not thrilled with the deal. He's got a homeless guy. <laughs> you know. And, uh, it's bad you know. enough when the dog doesn't have a house. Right now. It's, <laughs> You know, he's going, hey, I can do this by myself. I don't need a goddamn, right. you know. It's like the longest walk in the world of the dog, you know. He's <laughs> Thank you very much.